Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. This week's episode is brought to you by Loot Crate. Visit lootcrate.com slash weeklyplanet for $3 off any subscription. Mason. All right, I will. <laughs> Red Hot Comic Book. Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of the Weekly Planet, official podcast of comicbookmovie.com, where we talk movies, comics, TV shows. My name is James, also known as Mr. Sunday. With me, as always, is my co-host, Nick Mason. It's me, I'm here. You are here. Guess what I did this week? Karate. Flips, you did a backflip. Yeah, finally, (laughs) I've achieved my dream. There's going to be a vine, it's going to be great, it's going to go viral, it's going to be amazing. Good. But also, I was on an episode of a podcast. Yes. So stop listening to this podcast straight away. Please. And immediately download. Uh, my friend Steel Saunders, he's got that Steel Wars podcast, yeah, yeah. we've both been on about Star Wars. Here's Correct. another podcast called I, Hu- I Love Green Guide Letters. Yes. And it's basically, in Melbourne, there is a newspaper <laughs> called The Age, and every Thursday, they have like a TV lift out called The Green Guide, yep. and in that TV lift out, people send in angry letters about nothing. <laughs> and essentially... He gets uh, some guests in, yep, and they read some of the letters and they mock them. Yeah, that's right. And then they talk, and we talk about all sorts of other topics. Anyway, I was on the latest episode of that. Yep, with uh, my friend Tommy Daslo, comedian Tommy Daslo. We did an episode of this one. We did an episode of this yeah, one. Yeah, nice uh, and it's a real fun episode. Yeah, I, I actually listened to it and it was amazing. Like, so um, really, like laugh out loud funny. Well, if you if you made um, me feel bad, I'm like ah, oh, wish wish we were this funny. <laughs> oh boy. <laughs> So, all right, so download that episode and then come back to this episode. Yes. But, uh, yeah, so it's if you listen to our Q&A, you know what, I, what my day job is. Yeah. And it's essentially an hour of them roasting me for having that day job. <laughs> so if you want to listen to that, it's pretty pretty good. That's right. I had a good time. And look out for that bloody vine. Yeah, I love Green Guide Letters, as it's called. Also, before we get into the news, what is that you have? Oh, yeah. what I have here? Well, it is... It's our, that's actually our sponsor this week. That they sent it to us. This is uh, sent to Mason the Planet. That's what it says here. The I don't planet. think I did that on purpose. No. I think that just happened that way. Anyway, yeah. our sponsor, sponsor this week yeah. is Loot Crate. We mentioned it, I And think. for purposes of comedy, I'm going to call it the Loot Crate <laughs> yes. this whole time. But make sure when you go to the, the URL, if you do, we can it's, spell it's, it either it's way. Loot it's loot lootcrate.com slash weeklyplanet. Yeah. I'm going cra- to crack open the Loot Crate. Okay, I'm do fine. it right now. It seems... Seems too early in the show to do this. Did you want to do news? Nah, it's fine. <laughs> I know. Well, bloody, well, do the news. All right, fine. Well, do the news and All I'll right. open the loot crate well, and I'll pay attention to the, the news somewhat. Listen to this, folks. I'm cracking open the loot crate. He's not paying attention. No, I am. Maybe you'll pay attention to this, though. All right, I'm ready. Uh, Alicia Vikander has been cast as Lara Croft. Oh! 
in the Tomb Raider re- reboot. Yeah, so she's she was the Machina in Ex Machina. She was. She was a lady in the Man from Uncle movies. She was the lady. That's very yeah. good. Yeah, you, I know things. You've named two I'm things. A, I'm aware of two things she's been in. Yeah, yeah. There was rumors of. <sighs> Lutkrat. It's a weird glow. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. No, Lutkrat is too far. I'm going to say Lutkrat. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. yeah. What do you got? Pick out one item. Okay, there's a little box here. Yeah. Oh, oh you know what it is? It's like a 20-sided die ice mold. I've always wanted one of these. A 20-sided die ice mold. You specific... Oh, you do it and then you can actually... Okay. You can I mean, it. I wouldn't use it in actual role-playing <laughs> tabletop gaming. Or maybe I would. <laughs> Been on the bloody D&Ds for nerds. Give me a look at that. Throw it this way. All right. But anyway, what do you think of that? Yeah, it's great. No, I meant the the news that I said. Oh yeah. Uh, yeah. Look, I'm a yeah, I'm a big fan. Yeah. She's got a convincing British accent. She certainly does. Oh, because isn't she German or something? Something. Something. Like that. Something European. unnatural. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. No, she was great in Next Mark. You know, she was like everyone was kind of okay in uh, that other one. Uh-huh. Whatever it was called. What was the one? Man from Uncle. Man from Uncle, yeah. But no, I think it's a great choice. There was rumours of... Here you go. Oh, you're going to throw it. I'm not good at yeah. catching. Duh! Good I catch. did it! There's rumours of uh, Daisy Ridley. That's right, yeah. Which obviously... That I don't like that either of those choices. Yeah, that's good, fine. Yeah. Do, you th- do you think they're going... They, they're going to go in that more realistic direction that the game reboot did? As opposed to... Yeah, no, definitely, yeah. Because, you know, there's, you've got your, your kind of your Lara Croft kind of glamour models that you used to see in the 90s. Yes. Who would be at a Kmart or whatever. Uh-huh. And that, and this is like a you know like a more realistically proportioned human being. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah. and yeah, I mean enough time has passed because in the previous two with Angelina Jolie, mm. a it was Angelina Jolie, yeah, and b it was this it was just lunacy, <laughs> and I and I think it's enough time has passed that we can just pretend it didn't exist. Those made a lot of on. money. The first one did especially. But... Well, well, I never. <laughs> T-shirt. There's a T-shirt in here. Is that a Bowie T-shirt? Well, it's a Bowie T-shirt. It's a Bowie a labyrinth. labyrinth T-shirt. Good stuff. It's good fun. I enjoy that. Look, I'm not a labyrinth guy. We've no? mentioned this before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I know heaps of people who are, so I'm going to pass this along. Like David Bowie. He was a big labyrinth guy, wasn't he? He was the main guy, actually, when I think about it. <laughs> he was the most guy in that movie, wasn't he? Uh-huh. Yeah. He was <laughs> certainly the most Bowie guy in it. <laughs> Oops, socks. I'm a big fan of socks. Harry Potter themed socks. You love Harold Potter. We're going to do a Harry Potter episode, We right? are. We're going to do it. Okay. We'll do it before, because um, like we're doing the Alien one today, uh. we'll do it before Beasts, Where to Find Them. Okay, And cool. we'll do maybe the first three. Great. Because it's like the best 15 three. movies. No, they're easily the worst ones. Yeah, I know, right? Yeah. <laughs> All right, going on the pile. Good stuff. Is there more news? Yeah, yeah. So did you see the Apocalypse trailer, the new one? Yes, I did. I didn't do a, I normally do trailer breakdowns, but seeing it, I'm like, there's not really anything in this that I have to add. You know what I mean? Like, I, it's an okay trailer. There's uh-huh. nothing wrong with it. But they had that Wolverine reveal at the end, uh-huh. which was kind of cool. But I think they're really expecting it to have, be that kind of Spider-Man Civil War trailer moment. Yeah. But it's kind of like, well, we've seen, we know who plays him. We've, we've yeah. seen him. Uh-huh. Like, it's, it's good that he's in it. It's exciting. It yeah. looks like maybe they crack him out of Weapon X or something. Yeah, okay. Because yeah, the yeah. timeline's all screwed, so we don't know. So we actually don't know what his origin is now. No. I mean... Same thing, probably. Yes, pretty much the same. But it's going to be the same. But the delightful specifics of it. That's right, exactly. You know? Who's going to play Striker this time? I th- Channing Tatum. I think they got back the, the Striker guy from... Two? No, from... Origins? Days of Future Past. Oh, yeah, that would make I a lot think. more sense. Yeah. Because there's three Strikers, isn't there? Mm. But you think they would have got the Origins Striker. What if they get Zac Efron <laughs> as General Striker? <laughs> Fantastic. Yeah. I'm still Good. thinking about socks. I love socks. You do love socks. Softer socks. Yeah, I uh, know, but it looks it looks good. Like I'm not a, uh, 
I'm not complaining. We'll be doing a Days of Future Past commentary coming up. And speaking of, we did an Age of Ultron one last week. Yes, we did. I'll it's link it below. It's on Bandcamp. And if you're a Patreon, it's already there. Nice. You just bloody get it. But uh, some people have said they've had trouble with the syncing up issues. Uh-huh. And I think it might be if you're watching a... Because you can stream it for free from Bandcamp. Uh-huh. And I think if there's a slight delay in that, like maybe the, you know, like because you're because you're streaming it uh-huh. for whatever, then it Maybe. might get out of, out of sync. I don't know that for a fact. That's not for me to get you to trick you to buy it. Just <laughs> listen to it like that. I don't, we don't yeah. give a shit. But yeah. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty... Um, There's a cardboard tube in here. Yeah. I'm assuming it's some sort of fancy cigar. Oh. Let's see what happens. Just light it. Light it now <laughs> yeah, okay. before you open it. Oh, it's a poster. Hope Wait, it's a, st- it? hope it's a stick of dynamite. Uncharted 4 poster. I'm really looking forward to one. Me too. Four. Yeah. Me too, right? Are you going to get a PlayStation for it? I'm going to have to, aren't I? Yeah. Should I go back? Because I have never, I have not actually played the first three. Yes. Should play, I go back? Well, play. They're, like, they're Tomb Raiders. They're like, yeah. they're like Tomb Raiders. But better. Okay. They're better than Tomb Raider. Uh, though I haven't played the latest Tomb Raider, which uh-huh. is apparently very good also. But you can kind of, you could probably skip the first one. I really yeah. like it, but it's pretty basic run and gunning. Uh-huh. But I really like it. But two and three are like massive jump. Do you think I will be... Because you know how sometimes game mechanics change and you go back and you play an old thing and you're like, no, oh, this, no, I can't jump it's not like this. that. It's That's not like that back. at all. Oh. Yeah, no, it's not. Um, if you played Gears of War, if you played Tomb Raider, if you played Uncharted, if you played anything like that, yes. you'll, you'll, you'll be fine. But you know, 20th Century Fox, speaking of them, because they, they were doing that X-Men movie we just talked about. Um, yes. They've actually pulled out of SDCC for this year. Okay. Uh, they say it's because of piracy. But there's also people in... What is that? I don't know. I'm going to crack it open. It's like a weird little felt pouch. <laughs> it's a little felt pouch. The <laughs> mysteries that it might contain. It's a, <laughs> is that the it's Horn a, of Gondor? It might be the Horn of Gondor. Hang on. <laughs> Guys, I got the Horn of Gondor and there's only one. So, you know what? I think it's some... I think it's a. I think this is Vikings themed. Ah, he's banging on about Vikings. Yeah, it's Everybody good. Says it's great, yeah. right? Yeah, it is good. Yeah. It's some sort of Vikings drinking horn. Give me that. It's some no. Give me that. No. <laughs> Throw it. No. It'll... Throw that sharp horn at me. Okay. Yeah. That's why you can wear it around your neck. Yeah, you can wear it around your neck. Okay, I get I'm it. excited for this. I'm gonna put my hot chocolate in my Viking horn. <laughs> yeah, and then hang it loosely around your neck. <laughs> yeah, great. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, oh, yes. this is great. So, 20th Century Fox, if they're out of. Comic-Con, people are saying, well, is this the end of Comic-Con or the beginning of the end? Because last year, Disney didn't go either. Yeah. So they, they, their TV shows went, like the Marvel TV shows went. Yeah. But there was no, no Star Wars, no no um, Marvel stuff, no any of that. Yeah. And, and this year, I think they are at this point, but there's also rumors that they might pull out also. Because I think at this point in time, do you need to go to San Diego Comic-Con to reveal a thing if you are Disney, Star Wars, X-Men, yeah. DC, whatever, do you know? I guess that's true because, and also, if anything, the bigger SDCC CCC gets, yes. the harder it is to stand out from just this massive... Yeah, yeah, absolutely. But also, it could be that maybe they've just, they don't have enough money for bus fare. <laughs> sure. Like, so the wheels have fallen off. Absolutely. They can't it make it there anymore. Yeah, so. I, I just, because I know also this year for the first time, Comic-Con are pushing... They're, they're live streaming panels uh-huh. and stuff like that, which they never used to do. Like people used to go and then film them and then upload them to their YouTube channel. Uh-huh. And they realized that, well, there's money in that and there's promotion. So they're, they're now doing it in-house. Right. So this is like the worst year for that to happen. Uh-huh. But, you know, but, but I, don't, I don't believe that, like they say piracy, but when you go to SDCC, whatever you play. It's hard to say, just, right? It is. <laughs> it's like trying to spell banana when you're kind of tired. So many. How many N's and A's? Oh. <laughs> <sighs> Thank God it's not Mississippi 
Diego Comic Con. That's right. It's been a bloody nightmare. Yeah. Like you know going into Comic Con what it what it is. Do you know what I mean? Like you know that someone's gonna film it and put it up. So uh-huh. then you only bring the footage that you don't want that you know, that you don't mind getting leaked. Mm. What's that? It's a pin. It's some sort of it says hashtag loot pins. April 2016, Quest. I believe Quest is the theme here. Oh, Makes okay. a lot of sense, right? Now that I've cracked it all open. It says, this pin unlocks something epic. Go to lootcrate.com slash pins. I don't even know what that means. Pins. But I'm excited for like content. A, like a set of pins? I'm excited for online content, <laughs> so I'm going to do that. <laughs> the last thing? Uh, there's also a magazine. So Quest is the theme this month. I gotcha. Yeah. No, oh, it says Quest on it. Yes, it does. I really wish I loved Labyrinth because this is an amazing print. <laughs> it's a shame I hate this property. No, but God. That's going to make a great present for somebody because that's bloody sharp. Look at it. Yeah, that is. Sometimes you, below, you, you buy, you know, they're like, oh, get a promotional T-shirt. And you're like, oh, this is gross, bad and garbage. But, oh, it's great. <laughs> Did you know that uh, Seth Graham Smith... He's apparently departed the Flash movie, the director. People are pulling out of all sorts of stuff, aren't well, they? Well, that's the rumour. So, yeah. obviously, Batman v Superman, a lot of people liked it. Yeah. So, some people liked it. And it made, a, like, a lot of money initially. Yep. But then didn't have as much, like, it probably won't crack a billion worldwide, which which is kind of surprising. Uh, so, DC are kind of, would obviously, and, and Warner Brothers would be in a bit of a, a panic about what direction they're going. They're going to say pickle, but yeah. They'd be a bit of a pickle, sure. <laughs> a billion dollar pickle. There's also rumours that James Wan... Again, these are all rumors. Yeah. Uh, is departing Aquaman. And apparently the reason is that like it's more of a hassle for him to do it. Yeah. Like they need him. Also, the most exciting part of Aquaman we already saw in Batman v Superman. So exciting. Which is the bit where he's just in the water and he looks around a bit <laughs> and he swims off real fast. <laughs> but do you, I, I don't know, like if you're, if you're James Wan, like yes. he's, all, he's, he's on the up, you know what I mean? He did mm. the, far, he's, he's nailed horror directing. Yep. Like he's done that four or five times or whatever. And he, mm. and every time he's done it, it's like, it's critically acclaimed. He did the last fast and furious, yes, which made the most money of any, I mean, of any fast and furious movie, mm-hmm. this Aquaman movie comes out in like three or four DC movies time. Uh-huh. If, and if this universe is not, you know, doesn't get the legs that they want it to, then he's stuck with this Aquaman movie. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Like maybe that's his like he's thinking. committed to it. Yeah. I mean, I, I think, I think, um, Suicide Squad looks great and yep. will be good, and I think Wonder Woman looks great and will be good. Mm-hmm. But obviously, it'll it'd give you pause for the, the way that um, Batman Superman doesn't have legs. Said. It'll bloody give you pause. <laughs> bloody, what is this? The bloody I can't think of any Aquaman villains that turn into a werewolf or something. No, that's not really their thing. Is no, it? not really. Just a weird wet dog no, but in you know the water. What? <laughs> the, the thing is, though, like let's say everything goes great. Yeah. Then. He's just riding that sweet wave, Aquaman style. Very if good. If everything is bad, yeah, he could be the guy who a saves the yes, franchise, that's right, and b makes an excellent Aquaman movie, which would be a huge surprise to a lot of people. Totally, Aquaman's always been the joke character. Yeah, absolutely. Mm. But nobody thinks he's a joke after that scene in Batman Superman. Correct. <laughs> no one thought he could look at a camera and then swim about for. A if bit. you get Jason Momoa and you introduce him into your universe. Uh-huh. Because they made a big point of being like, he's a big tough guy and he's cool and whatever and, uh-huh. and look how whatever he is. Uh-huh. Look at all these tats. And then they just have him kind of float along. Yeah. At least know, have right? him do something. Have him bloody... I mean, I know he broke the camera, but... Like, <laughs> Wait, did he what? Yeah, like I could break a camera. Yeah, we could all break a camera. <laughs> I could throw a bloody a bloody giant 20-sided dice... Bloody ice cube. Ice cube. Dice cube. Dice cube. Oh. Thank you. It's also, they're also saying that bloody uh, Zack Snyder... might return a ship or something. Exactly, yeah. That'd be cool. Uh, Zack Snyder's apparently fighting with Warner Brothers over Justice League, like the direction it's going to go. I'd imagine, again, I don't know this, that 
the, the faith between those two parties would be a little bit shaken. Uh-huh. But it's not all bad news for DC yep. or speculation of bad news because who <laughs> right. knows? Again, just a rumour, Mason. Don't even worry about it. I'm a little bit worried. Don't even worry about it. You know what? It's not entirely Zack Snyder's fault. I don't think so. In so far as was DC not watching? Yeah. Like it's at least <laughs> half their fault. But, but that is the problem though, that nobody's looking over this whole yeah. thing. Uh, so, but there's been talk of George Miller doing a green, the Green Lantern movie. Yeah. I don't know if that's the best movie for him necessarily. But mm. whatever he does with that, yeah, yeah. like he's, he's a good enough director and he's varied enough in his, in his abilities mm-hmm. that I think he could really do something good with that. I think it might be a really interesting take. Yeah, I'd rather mm. see his Justice League, to be sure, honest. Sure, yeah. <laughs> which, but it's which too late. Happen, but yeah, but it's too late. But sure, give him, give him bloody Green Lantern. But is there any, or give him the bloody future Batman desert movie. <laughs> yeah. Nah. A bit on the nose? Yeah, a little bit on the nose. A bit on yeah. the bat nose? Yeah. Doesn't have paws? Like like Ace the Bat Hound. Correct. Yeah. Very good. And there's also Jeff Johns and Ben Affleck are, are apparently rumored to have complete creative control over their over the Batman movie. Huh. Which is wow. great. Yeah. Right? I mean, Jeff Johns, he knows, love him or hate him, he knows DC, he knows yep. the universe. He should really be in charge of everything. Mm. And Ben Affleck's obviously an amazing director. So there's nothing wrong with that, Mason. They're just up in a little treehouse with action figures. Now <laughs> yeah. he does this. Now he does this. <laughs> That's right. Uh... Yeah, so all that's good stuff. And in other news, Superman continues to not get a movie. Yeah. <laughs> so. One day they'll get it right. Yeah. So The Punisher. Getting his own series. Getting his bloody own. This is the last bit of news. He's getting his own series. Well, that's good because I've run out of loot crate. Oh, no. Yeah. yeah. But I'm excited. I've got a, I'm never taking this horn off. You have to at some point. What, to clean it? No. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say when you get in the shower, but you wouldn't no, need to. No, just to fill it up with shower water. <laughs> fill it up with a soapy shower water. <laughs> then I clean it and I clean myself. Uh, so, yeah, Punisher's getting his own series. Not a surprise. There was no. rumours of it. Happy with that? Yeah, great. Are you happy with the Punisher in Daredevil Season 2? You except know, for one- <laughs> yeah. You know I am, except for one glaring error. <laughs> yes. In which he had the giant minigun and he never used the minigun. But I remember seeing a poster where he was firing that He's minigun. He's definitely firing the minigun in the poster. Mm. Do you think the first episode would just be that? I hope so. Just be like, I'm sorry. <laughs> Here it is. <laughs> yeah. Just ninjas and yeah, totally. maybe animals. Doesn't matter. Doesn't anything. Maybe he's just at the zoo. Just <laughs> yeah, yeah. whatever. I don't care. Yeah. You want to see people getting cut in half with bloody minigans, yes, mate. Yeah. Mm. All right. Nothing wrong with that. Mm. Uh, or just in a supermarket, he's just riddling the stock, <laughs> stock yes. shelves with bullets. Can I say, can we make these 10 episodes? Can we stop, like, oh, go from 13 too to many 10? Still? Yeah. 13 episodes of The Punisher is going to be very intense. Yeah, that's what I mean. Yeah. Mm. And look, he's a great The Punisher. We've actually got a letter about it later. A tweet, hashtag Ooh. Weekly Planet Pod mm. on Twitter about it where we talk about the different Punishers, but... I really enjoyed his take on it and, you know, I want to see where it goes. But 13 episodes, it's a lot. There'll probably be a lot of Foggy Nelson. We'll probably get a courtroom scene. Oh, sure, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I wonder what, like, they'll bring in Micro, won't they? I'd imagine. I'd hope so, yeah. Who else could, they'll probably bring in Jigsaw or another. Jigsaw would be good. Um, The problem with the Punisher is he doesn't really have any recurring villains because he kills them all. (laughs) Yes. Jigsaw is basically the only one. Yeah. And Kingpin. Mm. Uh Maybe they could do that um, storyline where he becomes black. Oh, yes. They could do that, that classic one. tale. The classic tale. And he, learn, the... he learns a lesson. He or the, the reader learns a lesson. Not really. About how you shouldn't do blackface. That's, the <laughs> That's real... a very good lesson. <laughs> yeah. Made no sense, that storyline. I haven't read it. I've only seen like panels of it. But from what I see, 
it was a great lesson in not doing blackface. That's yeah, that's, definitely. Yeah. That's what I took mm. from it. Yeah. Great, good, awesome. I would like to see a little bit of de- a deviation away from what we've seen on these TV shows as well. It's a lot of like fighting in an alley. Which what, is you, what would you say otherwise? I don't know. Like you could take. I was going to say take it out of Hell's Kitchen. Uh-huh. The, the Punisher isn't necessary. Isn't a Hell's Kitchen. No, he could go anywhere. He can that's go anywhere. Thing. So I like to see. He's been to Australia. Mm. He could, he could do. I'd like to see him in the tropics. Yes, he's wearing a big Hawaiian shirt <laughs> over his Punisher. Yeah, and he's on a, he's on a fan boat or a jet. Oh yeah, I was going to say jet ski, but fan, fan boat's, boat's way good, better. right? Yeah. yeah, he could keep heaps of guns on the fan boat. I'd like to see him go to New Orleans. Yeah. Maybe he's at some kind of Mardi Gras festival. Boston. Boston. He fight the Irish. <laughs> he already fought the Irish. He yeah, killed, he fight he killed the all Irish. the Irish. Oh, okay, right. Never mind then. Mm. Um, we could have some uh, flashbacks to yeah, the wars. Absolutely, yeah. Various warses. That's it. Mm. No, I thought, no, we'll see. Yeah, so are you tired of Hell's Kitchen generally? Yeah, look, I like Daredevil Season 2. Yeah. But it just felt more of the same. It feels a bit constricting. Yeah. Now yeah. that I hadn't thought about it until just now, but now that you mention it. Mm. If yeah, mate, open it up. Open it up. The Punisher can go anywhere That's right. and kill anyone. I mean, he's he's a wanted fugitive, so yes, well, probably can't, can't go that far. No, just wear a mask. Yeah, wear one of those super shield masks they have in Shield with the, the hologram mm. face or whatever it yeah, is. Yeah. yeah, pretty good. Uh, before we get into what we're going to talk about this week, we should do the mid roll for this for for Lutcrate. For Lutcrate, yes, spelt as it sounds. Lutcrate. I wonder if they still pay it up, pay us after. <laughs> <laughs> That's the risk I'm willing to take. Yeah. For the sake of a joke that's, you know, that's... Sort of landing sometimes, <laughs> but I'm having a good time with So... What do you got? We, we want to talk about Loot Crate? Yeah, let's do it. Look, the onslaught of big summer blockbusters makes May, that's coming up, we're, yep. it's playing no, we're in it right it. now, it now yeah. the perfect time to celebrate some of pop culture's unstoppable, unrelenting, and unbeatable characters and objects. We've got yep. something you can carry, something for your kitchen, and a... Co- Ooh, kitchen. Kitchen. That's exciting. Yeah. And a cool figure. A to knife. Go... Sorry. I just it's probably it's... not a knife. <laughs> I'm going to start it, again. You, s- could, you could use it to open your loot crate. <gasps> I mean, you'd have to, next a, month. A loot crate opening knife. <laughs> it would have to be for but the But how next do you month. get it? That's the puzzle. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, a cool figure with... to go with our monthly tea and pin. Yes. That's good. <gasps> Featuring two Marvel items. This is next month. Yeah, yeah. Two Marvel items. Plus Warcraft and Dragon Ball Z. You're a big fan of Dragon Ball Z. I am actually, yeah. No one Actually, crate. don't say big fan because then people will be like, what do you think of this episode? And I probably haven't seen it. Huge fan. <laughs> I like it a lot. Huge fan. I don't know the lore that well. Yeah. James, should one crate have all this power? No, no. frankly. One crate should not have all... Wait. <laughs> no one crate should have all the power. Correct. How about That's that? Right. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, basically it's a monthly subscription service for epic geek, geek and gaming items I feel we just lost some culture. of the momentum. That's fine. <laughs> use the voice that I just Oh, used. sorry. Loot Crate is a monthly subscription box service for epic geek and gamer items and pop culture. Too many ends in that sentence. Who wrote this? Uh, <laughs> pop culture gear. For less than $20 a month, you get six to eight items, including licensed gear, apparel, collect collectibles, unique one-of-a-kind items, and more. Okay, so, oh, okay. so if you want to get the May box, which yep. is the one we just talked about, mm-hmm. this, this unstoppable power box, yep. which I'm assuming contains some sort of mystical knife to yes. open your Loot Crate. <laughs> uh, you have until the, 9th, the 19th yep. at 9 p.m. Pacific. Yes. What is that? I don't know. Just, Who's in America? You'll, you'll figure it out. You might know what it yeah. is. Yeah, You've got, yeah. Until then to subscribe, mm-hmm. you receive the May Crate, yep. and when the cutoff happens, that's it. Get over it. Get over it. Yeah. You're done, mate. <laughs> okay, so what you do, for if you want to help out the show, yep. you go to lootcrate.com yep. slash weeklyplanet, right? That's the one, yep. Okay, do we have a code? Uh, no, it's weekly just, planet, right? just that slash weekly planet. Yeah, yeah, yeah one cool. word. And you get $3 off any nice. subscription. I love it. Yeah. Also, they ship most places in the world. They ship to us. They certainly did, Mason. Mm. Let's never forget that. Oh, I'm not going to. I'll always remember. You know why? 
Vikings Horn Cup. Well, that's never coming off, is it? No, it's never coming off. So Can I, I have know. that? Can I have it? No. You're a real son of a bitch. Yeah. No. So we're not talking about Civil War this week. Speaking of you having a thing that I don't have, uh-huh. we went and saw Civil War on Wednesday. Yeah, we did. And one of us won a sweet... I got some swag. ...goodies bag. Yeah, I got some and swag. And one of us got nothing. Guess who got what? Well, I've already said that it was my own. That's true. I got swag. I got yeah. swag, guys. When we came in, yes. we were given a box of popcorn each. Yes. I don't know. What, and when one of them had a sticker, which meant you were the winner. Correct. Did he size us up beforehand and go, no, did, was not. he like, this guy seems like more cool. Was I not cool enough? Is well, that maybe, what's he was like, maybe he's like, this guy needs this much more. Yeah. This guy's... <laughs> This guy's on his last legs. He could. He did could you do did you know that guy? Did you tee this up? No. To screw me out of it. In a way, yeah. <laughs> anyway, we'll talk about civil war next week. Yeah. So no spoilers for that this, next week. We'll do as we always do because it's not out in the US and some parts of the world. Uh, we'll do non-spoiler and then spoiler. So mm-hmm. yeah, if you we look, but without getting into it, you should probably go see it, right? Yeah. yeah. I'd recommend it. He'd recommend it. Yeah. As good as a loot crate, he says. Maybe. Nothing's as good as a look, Craig. <laughs> That's right. But look, you know what it was this week, though? Or last week? Yes. This comes in on Monday, doesn't it? Uh, it's the Sunday night. That's how we do it. But uh, it was Alien Day or Alien Week or Alien something, wasn't it? For aliens. Yeah. What was it? There was a, there was a specific day of it. We should look it up right nah, now. Nah, it's okay. fine. <laughs> so we thought, since we didn't have an episode. Well, Alien, Aliens came out in 1986. Yes. And it's 2016. No, I think it was... It was a code that went, it was that specific particular day. I can't remember. I'll, let's bloody look it up. <laughs> let's right? look it up. Alien day date. It's alien day. Maybe it's set in 2016. Maybe that's... The alien release date was like December 1979. Well, that was Australia anyway. What a great Christmas movie. Mm. Alien. I oh, say so no, it's, it's 426 because it's a nod to LV426. There you go. That's how that works. Mm-hmm. Even though I never understood how in some countries the date is wrong. And I say wrong because the way we do it in <laughs> Australia, we do day, month, year. They get bigger. Which makes sense. Mm-hmm. But in the US, it's month, day, year. Yeah. What are you doing? It's crazy. You and your bloody non-metric system, whatever that's called as well. Mm. So what we thought we'd do this week, we talk about Alien and Aliens. Yeah. Easily the best films in that franchise. I agree. By a long shot. I agree. They're also the first two. There's been many since. I disagree. They're not. <laughs> no, they are. Uh, because it's a, good, it's a good time to walk down a memory lane, isn't yeah. it? And celebrate things that have been a thing mm-hmm. that came out before we were born. Some of them, I think. <laughs> so, First one. Yeah, sure. So, Did you hear this week that Reebok released? Because, you know, in Aliens, mm. uh, Ripley wears like these big Re- Reebok boots. So sweet, yeah. They released them. They, always, they, they like released like limited edition versions of them yes. quite recently, mm. only in men's sizes. For shame. So, so you know that boot <laughs> that has only existed in literally one film worn by a woman didn't release them in women's sizes. Do you think a woman would buy those boots? Do you think that's what they presumed? That no woman would buy some sneakers for sneaking about on an alien ship? Or it wasn't an alien ship, a regular ship? No, I think they're just... They're just dickheads. Yeah, I think that's probably it. <laughs> and they're like, look, because you could go like, oh, well, size is a size. You could just size down. But like the smallest is like a US 8. Right, right, yeah. Which is like above the average woman's size foot. So <laughs> Well done, everybody. Yeah, I think I think there's been some outcry and they're rectifying it. So Yeah, well, yeah. you know, that's how you rectify anything, isn't it? Fine, fine. Then I'll bloody finally be able to buy some for me tiny feet. Are you going to get them? Nah. Not a sneakers guy. You like your shoes, man. I like a sneaker. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Good stuff. Yeah. So, look, the first Alien came out in 1979, December 6th, apparently. I just found out in Australia. I don't know uh-huh. whether that's... It's probably not because it, 
they we used to get movies like eight months after yes, everywhere we did, else. Yeah. But then they realized that Australia's love Australians bloody love piracy. Yeah. They kinda clamp they kinda stopped that pretty quick. Yeah, they? that kind of that came in as soon as like torrents started to exist. Absolutely it did, yeah. Because mm. I remember the Phantom Menace came out two weeks after and mm. I was like, That's outrageous. Yeah. I'm an outraged person, uh-huh. I said out loud yeah. to my mum. <laughs> she, she didn't care. Oh yeah. But, that sounds like her. <laughs> but the first one, it's 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 this weird kind of sci fi blend and Ridley Scott, who directed it, has even said this. The inspirations come from Star Wars, like yeah, specifically yeah. The, the used universe. Uh-huh. I think the other one was Texas Chainsaw Massacre for the horror elements uh-huh. and 2001 Space Odyssey for all that space bullshit. Oh, sure, yeah. So that's because so, it, it does have, because it, it, it blends sci fi but also realistic kind of space travel with yeah, horror. Yeah, it does. That's true, yeah. Yeah. Mm. And it's a pretty spectacular blend. Like a lot of those horror movies from that era, you go back and they're just no good. Correct. Like the ones that are considered like classics uh-huh. and they're just kind of balls. Do you mean the Texas Chainsaw Massacre? I've never seen it, but yeah, sure. <laughs> <laughs> it's probably balls, probably. I don't remember. I don't, I genuinely oh, don't know. Oh, look, it's okay. It's probably a good one, actually, now that I think about it. That look on your face says to me that it's probably a good one. So we rewatched it this week. Yeah, I rewatched the, um, the, I, cause I'd seen the original, but this, I watched the director's me cut. Me too, yeah. I figured I'll give the director's cut a whirl, which isn't a director's cut. No. Like, in terms of, like, the way we think of a director's cut is a director makes a film exactly the way they want to make it. Yeah. They go, they give it to the studio. The studio says, you have to take out this and this and this. Yep. And then that gets released. Yes. And the director's unhappy with it. Yeah. And then eventually they get some measure of control back over the edit and they put it back in all the stuff they wanted. Yeah. And that's the director's cut. But Ridley Scott apparently was very happy with yeah, it. Yeah, he didn't want to do it. Yeah. Well, he didn't do it. He no. didn't cut it. They put in some extra scenes. It's actually a minute shorter than the original. Yeah, so like the one he he always said like the one that I put it to cinemas is exactly the one that I wanted. Yeah. And so it, when they re-released, I think they needed for the, for the DVD box set yeah, when like they released in 2003, right? they were yeah. like... Give us a director's cut. Yeah. And so he went. Okay. Well, I'll put all, I'll put back in the stuff that mm. we took out. Yeah. And then that kind of took some of the pacing out of it. So right. then he's tweaked it. Right. Right. Like, so he's done a sort of a. Tr- you know how like a lot of old we've we've talked about this before, but you know when there's a lot of in a lot of old movies, there's like a guy in a restaurant, and then <laughs> you, you it, watch him eat in a time. You watch him eat, and then it cuts. Courses. Then it cuts to the mate of D in the lobby, and he gets a phone call, and he goes, "Oh," and he puts the phone down, and then he walks to the man in the restaurant, <laughs> and he goes, "Oh, you've you've got a telephone call, call, sir." And then the guy stands up, and he puts his <laughs> he finishes eating his meal, and then he stands up and he puts his coat on, and he walks out to the lobby, and then he takes the phone call. And it's every shot is in there for some reason. <laughs> That's right. But nowadays, when that happens, it'd be like you've got a you've got a phone call, and then he's just in the lobby, or he's just on the phone. He's just on the phone, right? <laughs> yes. There's that kind of. So I guess there is what, a little bit of that in this, especially at the start, like when they're yeah. waking up. It's a bit of like you know they come out of the state. Spoiler alert, by the way, for all these. <laughs> but go watch them; they're good. Yeah, they're good. Yeah, they come out of stasis, and they'll show like the same shot of people stretching from like right, three, yeah, yeah. three different angles yeah. or whatever. But clearly, he's gone. Okay, well, I need to. I need to find some places to trim, so he's given it like a modern edit. Yeah, yeah. I think it helps it a little bit. There's, yeah. there's some. I don't. I don't remember the original cut well enough to know kind of whether it works better or worse. To be honest, because I haven't seen. I haven't maybe seen like. I don't think it makes that much of a difference. Okay. The only thing that they add is there's a scene added, yeah. which I think was kind of like it kind it, of changes the lore a bit. It changes the lore, yeah. like it changes the continuity. Yeah, like it because it wasn't in the original. Mm. James Cameron was 
could make some creative decisions yes. on the second one. Yes. Now that it's in, it kind of makes a continuity error. Yeah. We can talk about it later. We will talk about it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. That's all right. Well, why don't we talk about the story? What do you think the story was? Oh, God, no. <laughs> Every time you get me with this, ask me what the plot of a film is. Okay, so there's a ship called the... It's the future. Good. And it's like sh- 2134, let's Great. say. I don't know. And there's a, sh- there's a, there's a ship... Yeah. Called the Nostromo. Correct. Spaceship. Yes. Not an ocean ship. No, don't, don't be an idiot. For that. Don't don't even. Anyway, is it a mining ship? It's a cargo ship. It's uh yeah, they're, they're hauling something. Mm. I don't think they're miners. They're more like they're, they're truckers. Yeah. And that was the idea, wasn't it? That these aren't whiz bang astronauts. They're yeah. just blue collar workers. They're the rocket man. They're Elton John's rocket man. <laughs> okay. Sure. All the science he doesn't understand. He's just a rocket man. <laughs> Anyway, they're in hype. They've 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 got some hu- cargo. They're hauling it. Yeah, they're headed back to Earth, but they're in hypersleep. Yep. Twenty uh twenty one twenty two. Oh, there you go. Set. Sorry, go that's on. Fun. Yeah, that's yeah. fun to say. Yeah. But then their ship's computer. Yeah. Mother. M U T H E R. I think. Oh. Because it's like it stands for something. Oh it's, yes. It's like I don't know what it is. <laughs> but anyway, it wakes them yeah. up from hypersleep. Yeah. Because it's detected some sort of signal. Some yeah. sort of what well, they think is maybe a distress signal. Yeah. It's diverted them to. The plan, it's this planetoid LV426, yeah, in order to get them to investigate. Even and they think, and they think they're home when they wake up, so yeah. they're like, sweet. And they're yeah. like, oh. I can stretch for as long as I want, <laughs> many minutes, mm. yeah. But it turns out they're months away from Earth, mm. yeah. And due to some sort of clause in their contract, mm. even though they're space truckers, yeah, they have to go and investigate this for the, for the company, for the company, yeah. yeah, which is it's. I think it's Wayland Utani, not Wayland Utani. Oh. And you only kind of see logos like maybe once or twice. Uh-huh. The company plays a massive role in part two. Yes, and, it does. And the subsequent films, yeah. really. But this one's kind of, they're more kind of a background yeah. presence. Mm. Not necessarily mm. ominous, but just kind of just a business. Uh-huh. Yeah, because something in the... My understanding, I can't think of anything more ominous than a business, though, <laughs> if, I'm, if I'm honest with you. Because there's something... Fat cats. Fat cats. Mm. Yeah, because there's... There's something in the something in the company, no, they're great. in the company protocol that if you come across a distress beacon or an alien life form that you have to stop. Right. And I'm not sure whether that, this I, I feel that is just a license to murder their employees. Yeah, all right. that's right. Sure. But I'm not sure. It's never really made clear whether this is a universe. If you discover a hand grenade, pull the pin. <laughs> you our, our contract requires it. <laughs> yeah. You pull the pin on that and just hold it. So it's not really clear to me that they've found life yet, mm. other than maybe bacteria. Yeah. Because everybody's a bit surprised. Yeah, totally, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Although, yeah, because that, that's the thing. Like in, we'll talk about it later, but in Aliens, yeah. it seems to, we seem to, there seems to be other alien life forms out there. There's like, what's that word for the poontang that they, arcane? Ar- Arcturian. Yeah, like it's what is that? Poontang. But that might just be a planet that they've colonized oh, true, with people yeah. on it. Yeah. Because little known fact. Where they've evolved great poontang. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> to the nth degree. But in the the crew, this is a really well cast movie, by yeah. the way. Mm. Will, William Hurt has always been 55. Right, okay. But, he, <laughs> but this is the youngest 55 years ever looked. That's true, but he still looks 55. Yeah, he does. He's right. probably only like 29. Uh-huh. They, two of the crew members, uh, Dallas and... I wrote down the other one. Who's the girl in this? Dallas and Lambert. Yep. It might be Lambert. <laughs> but they, it says in the 2003 DVD release, although they're going to make it, that they were gender reassigned. And where this is a world where... Well, they just swapped. Yeah, well, both of them. No, yeah, well, you know, Dallas was a woman and Lambert was a man, uh-huh. and it was somewhere prior to that movie because gender's so fluid in the future. Like, it's not, it's not a big deal now. So you can imagine in a hundred years, right? Okay. Like, people are going to give a shit even less. Uh-huh. 
So it's just like a thing in this universe that people just do. Huh. Yeah. So I thought that was really interesting. But that was something they introduced in like 2003 and apparently a lot of people weren't happy. Because I guess it is kind of like retroactively changing characters, I guess, and sure. your perspective. Did it upset care. all those Dallas and Lambert cosplayers? <laughs> That's right, exactly. Yeah. Uh, what to think. Yeah. I was going to say. So yeah, it's just truckers in space and they have to go and... And so when, well, they land yep. and they... One of them with a William Hurt... William Hurt? his name isn't it john hurt john hurt that's it mm. thank you william hurt's a different guy isn't he yeah it's some um, bloody thunderbolt ross that's that's right mm. uh but he gets a bloody face hugger to the face yes he does and then he births an alien uh-huh. and then it grows up immediately and proceeds mm. to kill everybody on the ship mm. not the cat and not the ripley correct if you've never seen this movie before and you didn't know who alan ripley was or what's her name Sigourney Weaver. You would not know that she was the main character. Correct, of this you would film. not, yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. Which I thought was really interesting. Uh, I don't know. It's pretty good. What else? It's pretty good, right? <laughs> Special effects wise, it's a mixed bag. Yes. I feel, look, on the Great one, practical stuff. Look, is it though? No, I mean in terms of like the location. Oh, sure. Like okay, the yeah. set is phenomenal, uh-huh. right? You were saying it's it's a used universe, yes. meaning it's not Chris. Used universe. Yeah, it's a used universe. It's not, it's not like, you know, Star Trek, super crisp kind yeah. of. You know, uh, bridge and starship or whatever. Glass. It's glass, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Clean mugs, all that sort of stuff. It's just like st- everything's strewn everywhere. Yeah. It's just a... It's just data files on every table. A lot and, of data tapes. Yeah. That 1970s future. Do you love it? Yeah, kind of. Yeah. Kind of. Do you think there's any way we could go back to that? Absolutely not. No. <laughs> Maybe it's like a... Like a fun... That's a joke. Yeah, like a fun joke. <laughs> oh, imagine. Imagine going back to no internet. No, Ugh. I don't want to do that. As I was t- I, we'll talk about something that happens in between these two movies in a bit. Oh, yeah. Uh, but just like no computers connected to anything else. Yeah. Oh. Like just... Ugh. No, thank you. Ugh. Dot matrix printers. God. But, uh, well, anyway, you were saying practical special effects. effects. Yeah. So, what do you think doesn't hold up? I don't think the chest burster holds up. No, I I'd think agree. in retrospect, because a lot of people will go like, "Oh, Alien versus Predator," or those movies, mm. or Alien Resurrection, or anything like that. Yeah. They go these you know, the movies are you know plot wise they're terrible or effects wise they're terrible or yeah. it's just a bad you know just bad films. But in terms of making the aliens look, you know, good movements. Yep. Yep. That chest bursting effect—it's come a long way. Yeah, well, it's, it's it's better in the second one. Yeah, totally. Like it's yeah. it's immediately better. Uh-huh. Yeah, but it does look—it's just a—it's just like a weird. It's just an alien on. It's like a like a weird stick. Yeah, it's, and somebody's just waggling, especially it. when it runs off. Yeah, it's so bad. <laughs> yeah, it's real bad. But they didn't actually know that they were going to get like sprayed with blood. So oh, they're okay, all right. they're all like genuine reactions. Uh-huh. Like they knew that you know something was going to happen, uh-huh. but they didn't know that. Mm. William Hurt probably knew because he had to. Lie inside a fake John Hurt. John Hurt. So William Hurt also knew. Yeah, he, he would got have, a yeah. phone call. They are brothers. <laughs> yeah. You know, he was lying there in a fake chest cavity or whatever. Uh, yeah. So and, and that mm. all happens. Yeah, no, I can understand that. But can you imagine seeing that in 1979? Like nobody would have seen anything like this before. There's only a few times where you can put something in a horror movie. It only happens every decade or so that people haven't seen and it freaks them out. That's true. Yeah. You know. Well, I think one of the criticisms of Four, I think, was, I think Roger Ebert said. There's nothing. This is kind of balls. Yeah, this is kind of balls. And I'd know. No, I think he said something like, "There's nothing. There's nothing amazing in every scene," kind of thing. In it, uh, in the way that this one. Yeah, 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 totally. In 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 the it's just more of the same. Yeah, and there should be some like the Star Wars. There should be something 
amazing in, you know, it should mm. push things forward. You should see things you haven't seen before. Yeah. And you got kind of more of the same. What we did get in four, though, which we'll get to another day, we did get CGI aliens, which we, from, yeah. which we they only generally show from a distance. Yep. So it's not so bad. Mm-hmm. And we hadn't really got that free-running alien stuff other than Alien 3. But as yep. we talked about before, that's a puppet on green screen. Mm. And it does not work no, that's on true. any level. But anyway, that's for another and four, day. And we also got Sigourney Weaver making that sweet... That sweet shot. Yeah, that sweet basketball shot. But it's also framed in a way where it doesn't look like... She did it for real. Yeah, but she actually did. She did it for real, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you know they did that Lex... You know in the Batman Superman, Lex Luthor takes that three-pointer? Yeah. They did that like 30 times. Okay. And Jesse Eisenberg was like freaking out. Oh, really? Yeah. Because he, he wasn't getting it. But Sigourney Weaver did that backward shot in one. That's actually not true. Is that not true? That's not true. That's 50? A, it was a lot. Ah, oh, okay. It was like dozens of takes. Well, and I want to get her and Jesse Eisenberg in a room. Right. <laughs> I want a bloody... Free throw contest. That's right. Okay, let's do it. Yeah. So that's not true. That's, I wish okay. it were true. Well, you could yeah. have humoured me, mate, mm. but you didn't. Sorry. I respect we you. We get letters otherwise. That's probably true. Uh, what about... Okay, d- d- how... The alien itself yes. is better when you don't see a lot of it. I agree. There's one scene where you see it in particular where it stands up. Yep. And it's clearly just a really tall guy. Yeah, he was like 6'10". Yeah, yeah. Mm. Mm. So, but, you know, but again, nothing like that had been made before. Yeah. And it's got, you know, it's got the mouth inside the mouth. What was <laughs> who, who designed it again? HR. HR, uh, Giga. Giga, that's it, yeah. yeah. Mm. And what a bloody fantastic bloody design that is. I know, right? Do you, Go ahead. I was going to say, does it have eyes? They still don't. I was reading the Wikipedia, the Xenopedia, it's probably oh, yes. called. Uh-huh. And they don't know whether it's, because there's been so much lore. Uh-huh. I'd like to say Star Wars or... Marvel or DC, they haven't discounted anything. Right, It's just yeah. all, like, every book, every comic, it's just all in there. Right, right. And it all contradicts each other and, and, and whatever. But Well, the designs were always slightly different. Yeah. Like, in terms of, like, how many fingers it has. Yeah. Like, what the... It depends what it bursts out of as well, Yeah, exactly, yeah. Yeah. Sometimes the tail has, like, a... It's like a scorpion tail. Yeah. Sometimes it's, uh... Like, more of, like, a blade. Yeah, yeah. Kind of thing. In the, in the novelization, I think, of Aliens, mm. which I've read... Alan Dean Foster. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. The the great man. Yeah. I think it has like a like a para, like a stinging paralytic oh, tail. Oh, it does. It, and yeah, I, I read that on Wikipedia or something. It, it it can like break off in you like a bee. Yeah. Like a bee sting. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm. But because they've always been kind of like insectoid. Yeah, they're kind of ants, hive bees, creatures, yeah. Whatever, yeah. Mm. Not always though, Mason, not in this one. Yeah. So so you think the alien itself doesn't hold up so well? Look again. Time. I think I think it's come a long way. Yeah, yeah. Like I much prefer in terms of just in terms of movement. Yes, I kind of prefer like your alien predator. Okay, sure. Versions because they just look slicker. Yeah, they I, can tweak them CGI style. Yeah, absolutely. They feel more terrifying. Like when you see one come out of an air shaft or something yes. like that, and it's got that kind of that that uh, kind of slick feel. And that around you know, something roll. Kind of, yeah, yeah, like it kind of rolls out of a yeah, yeah and, you, and you kind of. It feels slick like a snake. Kind yeah, of thing. yeah. And this fair does enough. really feel like a guy in a suit. Yeah, kind of thing. <laughs> and you yeah. know, and it it'll come out of, and it'll be like, and it's kind of silent, but it's got like kind of like, yeah. You know what I mean, I know exactly what you mean. Ugh. It's like a spider almost unravel. Like, yeah. like it looks like a black ball, but then it's a spider. Yeah, like exactly. Kind of like but this fun. kind of doesn't have that. Okay. But in, in terms of tension, what do you do? You reckon it holds up? If you've never I seen think it, so. You think Definitely, it'd... especially with, like you get that vent stuff. Like that's uh-huh. that's a real good event in a way. Thank you. He's clapping. You can't hear it because I've edited it out, but he's clapping and, <laughs> and laughing really loudly. Yeah, it's good. Yeah. But, uh, you can't tell, but for the remainder of this episode, I'm going to be like holding James's chair up and just, <laughs> just chairing him around the room. 
because of his sweet play on words there. <laughs> yeah, no, I think so. Because mm. it's you never kind of know where it is. Yeah, like they're kind of they're trying to kind of they're trying to corner it, but they they can't. Yeah. They they first of all they go looking for it, and if yeah. you didn't know it grew that big that quickly, even as an audience member, yeah. it's this tiny little little weird penis rat. <laughs> yes, it is. And then it's this like man. Well, so- the, the whole thing was designed to be weird and yeah. There was sexual. It was um, metaphors. I've actually written this down. Where is it? It was. It was. It was supposed to be metaphors for for male for male rape and pregnancy. Those right, were the kind of yeah. the factors that because that's terrifying. Yes, all of that is yeah, terrifying. All that is terrifying. <laughs> yeah. yeah, especially the second one. Yes, <laughs> you'd hate that. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what does really work in this? Maybe not special effects wise. Yes. The reveal that Ash is a robot. Yeah. Is great. That that is talk about adding something to a to a movie. Well, see, fr- I think that the most the, the most terrifying parts of this movie mm. are the Ash is a robot. Yeah. And or a synthetic, yeah. as they would call it, and the part where they're trying to find the face hugger yeah. after it's come off John Hurt. Yes. Like in that that scene terrifying because it is this tiny thing scrabbly that, thing. Yeah, that, that part is terrifying. Mm. And we've seen, you know, we've seen it close up. Yeah. And it's filled with acid and yeah. it's this whole thing. And the part where but the actual alien stuff. Not as much? Yeah, kind of Okay. I mean, maybe going, maybe at the time I was like, you know, it was, it was yeah. scary. But again, we've seen the aliens so many times now. Yeah. And once you know that, once you've seen swarms of aliens. That's in, very true. In very, you know, in aliens and in all the sequels. There's a scene in one of the alien predators where there's a predator on top of a pyramid and there's just like a million of them. It's only like briefly like swarming yeah. up it. I think uh-huh. it's in the first. So it's kind of like, yeah, you're kind of killed. And you can't go back now. No, that's true. You can't, which is what they kind of try to do with three was uh-huh. strip it back to the simplicity of the first. But after Aliens, yeah. you can't make Alien again and not as yeah. well, you know? I kind of like the idea in this movie and like other franchises when the the characters sort of learn the weaknesses. Yes. And you go, okay, now this isn't a problem anymore. Like Terminator Genesis was not a good film, but I did mm. like the idea of like Arnold just knows, you know, the, the good guys know, well, they can just shoot the T-800 through the heart and it's dead. Yeah, And yeah. they can just put the T-1000 under an acid bath and it's yeah, dead. Like, yeah. they're not, it's not an issue anymore. Absolutely. It's and, fun. And that's definitely kind of coming to play in these movies, would, would you say? Mm, yeah. A little bit? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm. Like, Ripley knows how to kill it in three. Yes. But she just can't because they don't have the... She's just got a butter knife or something. She's got a bloody butter knife, yeah. And a bloody alien in her. But that Ash scene where... So he, it turns out... In Holm? In Holm, yeah. Bilbo Baggins. Bilbo Baggins. <laughs> So it turns out that he was a plant from the company, and mm, I'm not sure was a ficus. it a ficus. A ficus, yes. Was it made clear that he was put there by them from the start to 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 do this particular mission, or was that changed because the computer spoke to him and said, oh, "I got this message that we need to stop here, and you need to." That's a good question. I don't think it's. I don't think it's a hundred percent clear. I don't think he was on. I don't. I don't. I don't think they say that he was on board from the start to do that. But that's definitely. But why send him in the first? Like, what? What's I think the point every, of him? But like, every ship's got one. But why have a secret one? Yeah, good question. Do you know what I mean? I think every, I'm sure there's an answer. No, to I that. think everyone's yeah. got one in Alien. Every ship's got one in Alien. Yeah. But in the first one, it is a surprise. Yeah, but so my point is, why would he be there for a oh, routine, in the first place. for a routine like trucking mission? Oh, then maybe you're right. Okay, yeah. good point. Mm, I'm guessing. Yeah. There's something off about him. You don't know he's a he's a replica. Not replica. What are they called? 
synthetic. Yeah, I can't. You bloody, can say robots if you want. I can't bloody look. Keep if track I can say loot crate, <laughs> and I can, as I've proven, this isn't a this isn't a weird accent thing. It's not a regional thing. I just like saying loot crate. <laughs> then you can say robots. Good point, robot. Yeah. Yeah. Like there's something off about him. Mm. There's a bit where they're at the table, and it kind of this is kind of mirrored in Prometheus just before. Um, I nearly said William Hurt. It's not his name, is it? John, John Hurt. Hurt, where it bursts out, and Ian Holm is just just watching him. Yeah, you see it. He's just sitting there and he's just staring at him, just yeah, waiting yeah. for because he he knows presumably uh-huh. that he's got something in him. Yeah, and he's just waiting to see how it plays out. Mm. And then the reveal that R- Ripley becomes captain because Correct. she because everybody dies or whatever. <laughs> Some of them die. And then he tries to bloody jam a magazine in her mouth. Is that an effective way to kill somebody? Magazine in the mouth? Not in the future, because there shouldn't be any magazines. Yeah. <laughs> so, for one. But, uh, no, it's not. Mm. But he's sweating milk as well. Yeah, he was sweating milk, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah, so that's a kind of a giveaway, isn't it? He's, well, he's drinking a lot of milk. You do see him drink milk, he's, don't you? You see him eat and drink. Yeah. yeah. Interesting. And then well, I he's lo- a secret synthetic. So. That's true. Mm. Robert. Robert. I love the bit where they knock his head off. Yes, which kind of looks good, kind of looks bad, depending on what angle. Yeah. And then after he's down, yeah. one of the crew members go, oh my God, he's a robot. Like he's he- he's been running around with his head off, flapping <laughs> his arms for five minutes. Right. And then you're like, this man full of ball bearings and pasta and milk is a <laughs> robot. You know what I mean? Yeah. So Maybe he just loves pasta and ball bearings <laughs> and milk. There is a scene where, the, the scene where they interrogate him. Yeah. I don't know why they did this. I know even exactly two, what you're going to say. Even in the 2003 say. director's cut, he could he made all the changes that, he, that re- was required of him for this director's cut. Yeah. But they didn't put in. They put down Ripley puts down a clearly fake head. Yeah. It's, and then adjusts it on the table yeah, slightly. Yeah. And then there's a super hard edit. Like not cut away. No, but <laughs> just a just a snap. Yeah. Like when you do a fake, like when there's a in a like a like a sketch. Yeah. When like. You know, when somebody's being thrown off a building and it's just like a, a snap and all of a sudden it's just a really fake dummy. Yeah, yeah. It's just that. It's just a snap and all of a sudden it's in home Real under head. a table. Yeah. Covered in milk. <laughs> or like icing sugar or something. Or something, yeah. Mm. It's the... I don't... It's so bizarre. Just cut in a reaction shot. What are you doing? They could have even zoomed in on... Just had just the eyes and his eyes open. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They could have just had it so... They tilt the head, and before you see the face, then they cut away and then cut back, and then it's his. They could have done any so many things. things. But that's a cool moment, though. Aside from that terrible cut, mm. like if you've made it a fake head, mm. it's never going to look. Even nowadays, you know when it's fake. Yes, if it's up, if it's up close, right, right. So you sh- you should hide that. Like make <laughs> it as good as you can, but don't. Don't show it dead on. Yeah, take that, 1979 Ridley Scott. <laughs> We're objectively better filmmakers than you. How about that? Yeah, but then he gets the revelation that like, mm. sorry, dickheads. Yeah. I'm all about this. Mm. Mm. Similar thing happen- happens to David in Prometheum. Yeah. Whatever <laughs> Whatever happens in that one. Uh-huh. Uh, what else we got? We skipped over the space jockeys. Oh, yeah. Do you know they got like Ridley Scott's children in little space suits to walk around it to make it look bigger? Oh, yeah, is that a real pretty, thing? It's a real thing, yeah. That makes a lot of sense. Why is because that? Because that, that is a giant set otherwise. Yeah, exactly. That is a, that is a warehouse size set otherwise. Apparently that was the reason that set was in it. And I think they were talking about cutting it is because it makes the movie feel more expensive than it was. Right, okay. I think it was, the original budget I think was $3 million, and then they bumped it to 6 Uh-huh. 
and I think it was actually called it was called like Starbeast. Star it was called Starbeast, yeah. yeah. And because they're like, oh, this looks, and they showed the storyboard, and they're like, this looks pretty good. You're going to uh-huh. cut that bit with the head, right? You're going to cut that properly. And I was uh-huh. like, yeah, definitely, right. right. But uh, so uh-huh. and that that was their shot to be like, no, this is there's some budget to this, yeah, okay, yeah. Mm. And then of course from that, there's been all sorts of complicated lore and uh-huh. like they really bugger up the mythology the more this kind of goes along, yes, especially they do. Prometheus. Again, it's one of those. It's one of those sci-fi sagas where just you imagining what it could be yeah. is a lot better than what it has actually turned out to be, which is unfortunate. Yeah. Mm. I, I though to be fair, in Prometheus, I liked that that was a like a spacesuit. Yeah, okay. Like that's like and there's like a weird muscle muscly man under it or yeah. whatever whatever's going on there. Uh-huh. No, that that's uh but yeah that that whole scene is all and I like in that that they don't explain it. It's just like Something terrible happened here to another race of people. Right, uh-huh. And I guess we just leave? <laughs> like, mm. what, what are we supposed to do yeah. here? What do you think the... I was going to say, what do you think the origin of that originally was meant to be? Or is it? do you think it was meant to be... Oh, totally I, I did read... No, I did read it where it was... And this has kind of been retconned where they land... There was a race there before that got wiped out by the aliens and they landed. And you see in the hull of that ship there's a one of the panels is melted away uh-huh. so the they killed the alien yeah whatever it was it died it fell through the ship yeah fucked it completely and uh-huh. then they all died of starvation because they couldn't leave wow and the beacon they were sending out was obviously don't come here right okay but they yeah. interpreted it as uh-huh. maybe we should come here yeah okay yeah so that that was that was cuz i was always under the impression i think initially maybe this was based on misremembering that and just remembering aliens yeah. that they were carrying the aliens as like biological weapons that may have been changed to that yeah. or whatever but i think this was the initial okay, backstory right. um, I, i'm i'm guessing yeah, i don't yeah. yeah but that makes more sense things as they're in the hull yeah but then and again there's tons of them yeah there's so many yeah. that's actually a really good example of like matte paintings done well mm. when they enter the egg chamber and it just goes back right, like yeah. you don't even you can't really see the the end of it mm-hmm. Good use of matte paintings, Mason. Well I like to think so. Yeah. Mm. Speaking of special effects that don't hold up, and I'm yes. jumping ahead, the end when the Nostromo ex- explodes, it's just like a yellow smear. Yeah. <laughs> like it's and not... it explodes like four times. Yeah. It's too many. We, I don't, get, I don't... we get it. You're self-destructed, all right? We get it. <laughs> just leave it, all right? We're impressed. We're very impressed, God. It's cool. Like, mm. I guess, the movie as a whole, the escape with Ripley at the end, were you suitably tensed? Not really. Was it supposed... Do you think the alien hid out there? On, was that where it's been hiding the whole time? Oh, just like was it's... Was it a coincidence? That's it like it's... Little hidey, hidey home? Maybe. Mm. I don't know. See, the alien... Oh. I think that's a genuinely good scare where she's in the ship and you... Yeah. Because it's so kind of biomechanical, it just blends, blends in, in with there, the pipes yeah. or whatever. Uh-huh. I think that's a genuinely good scare. But also, it's always kind of... That scene, that scene is so slow and it's not <laughs> tense slow. It's just generally quite slow. It's why is the creature asleep slow? Why is it asleep? <laughs> why does she have so much time to put her spacesuit on? Yep. I think maybe we've seen that particular scenario played out in other movies with other aliens and other terrifying I, well, creatures. Well, like aliens. Yeah, and, and where there's, you know, it's got to be a lot snappier. Yeah. I was just like, boy, she's really, really taking her time there. Yeah, yeah. It's really... But that's okay, isn't it? Mm. One thing that really stuck out... A few things that stuck out in this this movie for me. Uh-huh. A lot of people running around in white underwear and singlets. Sure, yeah. A lot of that. Mm-hmm. Opens with that. 
Uh-huh. There's a lot going on. Yeah. Just little tidy whities Oh, uh, sure, yeah. Like, you know, little briefs. Yeah. Um, these, like, kind of DOS operating systems, which just hurt me to look at. Yeah, absolutely. Like, like, <laughs> just painful. You I don't... That <laughs> always throws me in these kind of movies is there's always... Because it was that period when nobody really understood com- how computers worked. No. So it's, it's always like... People are, inter- you know, they're asking the computer questions <laughs> in really long plain English, like really complicated sentence structure. Yeah, exactly. Like, please, please. In, in a room of Christmas lights. Yeah. <laughs> like, please elaborate on the secret rule 387. <laughs> please explain this. Dunno. It's real bad. Why can't it just talk? Yeah. Like it does in Prometheus probably. Mm. And again, Prometheus did the Phantom Menace thing where all the heads-up displays are like holograms and giant, yeah. you know, uh-huh. giant floating displays and How shit. How did the universe fall apart? Don't know. Well, I think originally Ridley Scott said Prometheus isn't a prequel. It's a separate, it's its own separate thing. But it's in the same universe. I think he even said that it's not. I think he was just bullshitting before well, it exactly, came out. Yeah, I think maybe. Okay. I think it's definitely set in the same universe. Oh, definitely. Universe. It is now. <laughs> and every, you know, every element sort of dovetails in quite neatly. Yeah. But... Well, well, said. not yeah, <laughs> but I, I think initially he's like, no, no, this is going to be a separate movie, and then mm. they're like, but we can make more sequels. Yeah, sure. If it isn't, and he's like, oh, all right then, I'll do it. Yeah, yeah, just this once. Yeah, good stuff. A lot of saliva. It's so drooly. So drooly. It's so drooly. Yeah. And uh, do you want to talk about that deleted scene that made this back in? Well, there's a couple that I that sprung to mind. There's there's a very minor one where the slap. Yeah, the slap where yeah. um. Ripley refuses to let John Hurt mm. back into the ship because of quarantine rules. Because he's got an alien on his face. Yeah, and then Ian Holm, yeah. Frodo Baggins lets them, he overrides it and he lets them back in. Yeah. And then uh, Ripley shows up to the infirmary and Lambert is there and she slaps him about the face. Yeah. In the original, I don't think anyone does anything. She no. just sort of wanders in. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we're cool. Yeah. There's, so there's that. But also in the, the right towards the end, we sort of see, because we have a lot of characters... We don't see him killed on screen. Would they just sort of disappear? Right. And we see Dallas and Yafit Kodo's character mm-hmm. and someone else, Lambert. I don't know. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, and they're all it's they've at all least been, two. Or three, yeah, they've all yeah. been cocooned oh. up by the alien. Yeah. And they seem to be like they seem to be like some sort of gestating yeah. egg. Sack. Apparently, they act as the human beings act for the yolk. Act as a yolk for the eggs. For the okay, eggs. Okay, right. Yeah. Mm. So, so that is how the aliens procreate. Apparently, yeah. So we get more of those eggs that are gonna yeah incubate inside those people, and then she kills them all with a flamethrower. Well, he's like, "Kill me!" Yeah, uh, yeah. And she's like, "All right, I'll so, explode the ship four times." <laughs> yes, yeah. is that gonna be enough? <laughs> so then, yeah. So then. I don't think it necessarily breaks the universe because if you get a dr- like the alien that's in this is a drone, yeah, like a like a standard bee or or ant, uh-huh. not a queen, correct? Right? So maybe that's how you make a queen, queen, right? Exactly. So like you got to you know one gets free, gets somewhere new, uh-huh. grabs a person, cocoons them, makes them a yolk, make, makes them a yolk, then lays a queen egg. Mm. I get like I think it could still work in the canon in a way. The alien physiology doesn't make any sense. You don't make so. any sense. How dare oh. you? Oh. <laughs> oh. We've talked about the alternate ending for this movie before. Do you want me to... Uh, yeah, Rip, uh, give, me the, give me the full one. So the, like originally, but this was deemed too dark. Not too oh. dumb, better sure. in mind. <laughs> we'll see. The, uh, Ripley gets on the ship. The alien bites her head off, sits in the, the little captain's chair, uh-huh. and then proceeds to talk in Ripley's voice. 
to contact Earth and be like, I'm coming back to Earth. It's me, Ripley. Wow, puts on a little captain's hat, (laughs) smokes one of those corncob pipes. (laughs) Yeah, so that would have changed the franchise massively. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I I like that they didn't do that. For for one, we get to see Ripley again, which is great. Mm. But like that just, I guess it, it implies that it learns and grows really quickly, I guess. Yeah, I guess that would make sense in the context of the movie. Yeah. Because it does grow to massive... It, it, it does grow to 6 foot 10 yeah. in a matter of an hour? Something like that, yeah. Mm. But it, yeah, so, no, that doesn't that doesn't really work, does it? Mm. And I, we, would, we definitely would have got the sequel, the sequel that we got. I don't, I don't think they filmed that either, which is probably... If they'd filmed it, we'd have seen it by now. Oh, it would be so good. I know. It's me, Ripley, regular human Ripley, <laughs> calling a. <laughs> I think that idea, like James Cameron nabbed for Terminator, though. Yes, he did. Yeah, in the same. I mean, maybe he didn't steal it, but mm, in the, the same of the T one thousand, yeah, and it's in the first one. I oh, just too, yeah. yeah, yeah. Terminator pretends to be Sarah Connor's mother, so that's right. pretty good. Before we talk, uh, anything else to say? Actually. <laughs> J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. That's about it. It's a good one. It's a pretty good I one. I think it's a good one, yeah. Mm. Before we talk about Aliens, though, there's actually, I guess it's in canon because everything's in canon, sort of. Uh-huh. Uh, there's a game that came, out, that came out a couple of years ago that I bought earlier this week that I'd wanted to try for a while. It's gotten 
reviews have been generally positive, but it's some people love it, some people hate it. Uh-huh. I think I know which way I'm leaning. You hate it. <laughs> Well, yeah, maybe. Great. Uh, it's called Alien Isolation, where it's taken the Alien franchise of games back to, to basics. Because after uh, there was a game, Alien Colonial Marines, yep. which everybody hated. It's like buggy yeah. as hell. And uh-huh. it's basically aliens again. They bring back Hicks. Yeah, that's right. In, in canonically, and it doesn't, I don't know, whatever. But this one is set 15 years after Alien. Yes. And it's Amanda Ripley, who's Ripley's daughter. Yeah, because uh, in in because Aliens is set fifty seven years after yes. the first Alien. Mm. So in this one, your Ripley, yeah, like I said, Ripley's daughter who goes on a exact on the exact same ship, the Nostromo. But it's not the exact same ship, right? It looks exactly the same. But it's built like it's, yeah, it's the same build. It's right, like okay, same, right. Yeah. Uh-huh. And but it's also called the Nostromo. No, it's called something else. Okay, right. It's called. But you go and you you find this abandoned base, which an alien has has got loose in it. Huh, that's uh, a weird coincidence. It is a it? weird coincidence, and because you're but there. But I mean, it is how many years later? Fifteen. Well, it's, you know that could happen. It's twice good enough in 15 time. Years. Sure. Yeah, sure. And is it like enough time has passed? Nobody knows what happened to the Nostromo. Uh-huh. Ripley's still floating around in space. Yeah. But the black box. The Nostromo's probably still exploding. If probably. Anything. Yeah. <laughs> the black box though has been recovered. Yep. And so you're. You're, you want to know what happened to your mother. The whole, why don't they make the whole Nostromo out of the bloody black That's why they had to explode it four times. Oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. And look, it, like, you can't... I you forgot can't, I was still wearing this horn. You've still got it, believe uh, it. You better believe I've still got it. <laughs> like, you, you were here when I was playing it. Like, you yes. caught like five minutes of it. Uh-huh. It's a stealth Wouldn't action... give me a go. No. <laughs> I didn't ask for a go, it's fine. It's a stealth action game, and the aesthetic is amazing, right? It, it looks, looks so good. It nails yeah. that 1979, like, you got to go to a computer terminal and put in a disc and play a data yeah. tape. Which I I do hate. Yeah, the ship's log isn't like a clear, you know, flat iPad thing, and it projects a hologram. No, it's like a it's like a four foot deep, like red with a with a phone on it. Yeah, with a phone on it. It's like a big, like a like a met, giant first aid kit. that has got a phone in it. Yeah, it's ridiculous. <laughs> and a small, like curved television screen. Yeah, yeah it's yeah. like two inches across. So there's a lot of that, yeah. but. I've, it looks frustrating. It's fucking, you were frustrated yeah. while playing it. Well, because the bit that you saw, mm. I hadn't seen the alien properly yet. I knew it was like it, it can it can attack you at any moment, but I hadn't seen it properly yet. So I'm like, well, it's not going to attack me because I haven't had that big cinematic reveal. Yeah, huh. so I'm safe right. until I see it properly. That's how games work. That's how games work. So and there were these three, four people in a room, and oh. they all had guns, and I had a hammer. Who were they? They're just people on the ship because they're all. Why are you on the ship? To look for the black box. How'd you get on the ship? Through the Nostromo clone. Nostromo. You fly there. Oh, cool. Yeah. yeah. That's cool. <laughs> it's really fly cool. Fly space. It's really cool. It's real cool. Yeah. And Hang on, how did you dock to the Nostromo clone? I did a spacewalk across. Oh, that's fun. In a, in a cut scene. Sounds pretty... Oh, I was going to say that <laughs> yeah. sounds pretty fun, but all right. No, it wasn't that fun. Ugh. And so I clubbed one of the guys. Yeah. Took his gun. And then mm. I'm like, sweet, now I can shoot the other three. But the game decided... That because I hadn't found the gun yet, I couldn't use the gun. You couldn't use his gun. Yeah. Because you hadn't found the gun. Like, there's a big... Rev- like, you wandered around for, like, five minutes. And After. Then you Because fa- found- I left the room. I'm like, oh, I'm going to die because yeah. I only have a hammer. Yeah. yeah. And then you found a gun. Yeah. And it's like, now you can use the gun. Even though you killed the guy who had a gun. <laughs> and I picked up the gun. You picked up the gun. You and it had use bullets. Because yeah. it didn't... Had to determine that you... We're not ready to use the gun yet. Yeah. Yeah. So after that, you saw that the alien came into the room in a cutscene. Yeah. So I couldn't move. 
it left. Yeah. And then I went, well, I really want to use the gun. Even though the alien's impervious to the gun, I'm going to fire the gun. Uh-huh. And then the alien will come back. Right. And then I'll just shoot it to see what happens. Uh-huh. I fired the gun and, and nothing happened. Mm. And then. You up one of your precious bullets. And now I'm. Got a little trophy. Yeah, I did. And now I'm just stuck somewhere yeah. in between terminals or starting a generator or an elevator <laughs> or something. Yeah. And and those guys you were going to shoot, nowhere to be found. No idea. Mm. And also I've switched back to the hammer somehow. And now you can't, and get, now the I can't get the gun again. <laughs> it seems awful. And look, I'm pressing the right button, aren't I, to switch the weapon? Well, as far as I know. Because I've changed, because you saw I mean, me. you didn't give me a go on it, so. <laughs> look, I guess I'll give it another go for a bit. All right. Uh, there's really one mission I wanted to, because there's bonus DLC in it. Uh-huh. And one of them is you play as Ripley in the first Alien movie, Escaping. Yeah, okay. Like, I'll play that. Great. Yeah, sure. That's worth the 20 bucks I paid for. You it got a flamethrower, yeah, presumably. Yeah, I hope so. Unless they decide you don't get a flamethrower, in which case you can't. <laughs> Look, we thought as the program as the game, the final scene in Alien would work better if you didn't have a flamethrower. Yeah. You don't get one. <laughs> That's right. So I think, I think the execution is muddled. Yeah. I'm sure it's, once you kind of get the hang of it, I'm not really a... It's not really my thing. Right, yeah. Like, it seems like this slow, patient... I remember just... Like, you think back to Doom, and Doom was great at the time, uh-huh. but it's a lot of, like, finding a key. Yeah. Finding the red key to open the red door. But uh-huh. at least with Doom, you had a shotgun. Yeah, you had a shotgun, <laughs> you had all kinds of guns, and there was never more than about 30 seconds where you weren't shooting someone. <laughs> yeah, so. that's right. Mm. Exactly. But you know In what? That 30 seconds, that if it, if it was more than 30 seconds, that was tense. Yeah. It was a tense 30 <laughs> seconds, because right. you know you're going to get... Something's coming. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Flying skull or whatever. But look, I shouldn't rubbish it because... No, you can. There's a lot of... What have they looks, done for us lately? That's a good point. Mm. There's a lot of it looks really good. Uh, and I think... I think hopefully this has kind of been the kick in the ass of the Alien franchise that they can start making, you know, better properties with it. Because it's yeah. such a rich world, Mason. Totally. It's the richest world. Would you be interested in playing it? Would you give me a go? No. Then no, <laughs> I've got no interest. Should we talk about aliens? Let's talk about aliens. Uh, where are we at? Oh, we got heaps of time. I mean, we can go for as long as we need to. It's a podcast. We do whatever we want. That's right. Yeah. Uh, it's good, isn't it? It's a good one. I mean, there's a, stand, it's a standard length of a podcast. About yes. An hour, about an hour and, a, hour and a bit. If anything, we go over most weeks. That's true. <laughs> so we'll do a 20-minute podcast. What are they bloody thinking? <laughs> I guess you can go for a walk and listen to a podcast. Yeah, you can go for a, a walk. Twenty minute commute. I don't That's know. That's fine. Yeah, yeah. Go to the gym. Twenty minute gym session. Go to the gym. Yeah. Have a good gym. Gym it up. What did you think of Aliens? What's it's my, it's my fave? I think out of all of them. Yeah, I better think than so. four. It's interesting. Yeah, Alien. It's not that interesting. Alien Four had the uh, the human hybrid one. Yeah, it sure did. <laughs> there was a fact that we talked about before this podcast. Do you want to talk about that? Well, now? The fact, <laughs> the, the the initial fact is that when they were designing, so in Alien Resurrection, there is a sort of a Alien human hybrid. It looks real dumb. It's a real kind of a it's a bloody dog's breakfast, essentially, <laughs> this thing. And when they were designing it, they're like, what would be there's nothing there wouldn't be anything more terrifying than giving it the sexual organs of both a man and a woman at the same time. And there's some concept art and there's some like Yeah. And it's it looks real odd. It's so odd. And then they, they? I, I believe they de- I believe they made it on the actual costume, <laughs> but then they deleted it digitally during the filming. But that would uh, I mean in post production, right. you would think that'd be some weird filming days. Oh, so well, the weird. actors going okay. So what is? Do I have to touch it? Yeah, yeah. But the the director who's who's French, he was like, even for a Frenchman, this is too much. <laughs> I've made a mistake here. Clearly, Joss Whedon actually wrote the original screenplay for that. A lot yeah. of it didn't make it in. Yeah, but yeah, that's that's interesting. Anyway, let's talk about the good one. 
yeah. Aliens. Yeah. One of the best action movies of all time. Oh, absolutely. Top five for you? Nah, not top five. Top five for Mason. I got bloody heap, no, I've got bloody heaps of action movies right, that I like. Yeah. I think it's it's up there for me for, with like Terminator 2, with like, what's another good action movie? Other ones. Terminator 3. I don't hate Terminator no, 3. It's, it's okay. Yeah, uh, it's cast. Got, what, who's, who's back? What's the story? What is it? What's the story of this one, Mason? Well, the story, the story is... is the, oh, oh. Stop making the face. I'm making it. Okay. <laughs> the story is that... Uh, that's uh, the, the company Wayland Yutani. Yeah, they recover uh, Ellen Ripley out of hypersleep. Yeah, she assumed she was going. She was going to be in hypersleep for like six weeks. Six weeks. Yeah, but it turns out she's been in hypersleep for fifty-seven years. Too much. Did she go off course? What happened there? I think she just missed everything. Oh, yeah. yeah, I think that's what she said. She did was what they said. You just she was lucky to be picked up. Right. Okay. But at the end of Alien, it was like implied that she was on course. Yeah, she'll be fine. Mm. Mm. I don't know. Anyway, sorry. Go on. Yeah, and so uh, she's like. Uh, I'm back. What did I miss? And they're like, oh, not much. Yeah, get a haircut. I mean, yeah, <laughs> you're, uh, you know, your, your daughter. Yeah. On a little adventure on the Nosclono. Yeah. <laughs> nothing, nothing else really. Yeah. And then uh, Paul Reiser yes. shows up. Yes, And he's like, hey, do you have any... And she's like, look, there was this alien creature. Yeah. It, uh, look, it's, it's real, real dangerous. I had to explode the ship several yeah, times. Several times. <laughs> and they're like, you're crazy, Ripley. Yeah. But then Paul Reiser's like, maybe we should go check that planet out. Yeah. We should go back there. Because there's people already colonized yeah, there. So, so why not? Let's check it out. It mm. should be fun. Yeah. Yeah. A good old time there. Let's go on vacation. <laughs> yeah. 12 v Well, he sends, again, spoiler alert, some of the colonists who are on that planet to go check it out. Yes. They just get a message. And it's actually... The person who runs that colony is the guy, same guy who's the captain of Red Dwarf. Because this is filmed in London. Oh, yeah, that's right. Um, it is too, yeah. So they, and they made the casting call for... The first one, the first alien does feel very Red Dwarf. Yes, Especially in those long shots of the Nostromo floating through space. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. It's very Red Dwarf. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Uh, obviously, this, that came first. Yep. But um, yeah, because they, they asked for American actors uh-huh. living in London. To, for the, so that's how that's why most of them got cast as the, the the marines and and all that. Anyway, so what is it? They send they decide the the col- they lose contact with the colony. Mm-hmm. They don't know why. It's probably aliens. It's it almost is. certainly aliens. Yeah. And so they send a, a team to to clean it up or to see what's going on. A team of marines and with them they get Ripley to go as a consultant who's having horrendous nightmares. Yeah. Uh, can you point out the aliens for us, Ripley? I can absolutely. I can. Great. Yeah. And she's promised, you're not going to be in danger. We're just going there to destroy them. Let's have a bloody good fun time about it. Uh-huh. What do you think of the 80s suits? Look, Future suits. Little popped up. That's all they've done. They've, decided look, they've decided, look, what are we going to do in the, in the deep dark future of like 2179? Something like that. Yeah. What we're going to do is we're going to just wear 80s clothes, but we're going to pop that collar. Yes, we're absolutely. Going to pop it right yeah. yeah. What do you think? I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. She's like the telephone screens with the you, you have a phone call with somebody and you put in a disc and you're like I love all that it's me Ripley you can tell because you can see me right. this, on this tiny screen remember when everybody thought the video phone was going to take off what's well, called it did eventually well I mean it did it's but it's, time. yeah but nobody's 
Nobody's locking themselves down exclusively to a video phone, are they? No. I'll just have a household video phone, please. <laughs> and the video's always on. Yeah. So even if I'm looking terrible right now. <laughs> it's all grainy, though. Yeah, It doesn't true. matter. It's got that sweet filter. Mm. I don't know about you, but I'm on the phone. I'm just bloody... A lot of the time I just put my headphones in and just bloody walk around. Do a cartwheel, mate. Yeah. It's fine. Because uh-huh. I can. Yeah. I can afford that. Uh, yeah, so they, they, they go to clean up, do some stuff. Uh, there's a whole lot of aliens there. Too many. Mm. One survivor, a little girl named Newt, Rebecca. That's right. And Ripley, who, who lost her daughter, turns mm. out, at 66, which isn't very old, especially for the future years. Yeah. I guess she had those alien scares, though, didn't she? Well, that's, yeah. Helen yeah. Ripley. Alan... Mallon Ripley. Mallon Ripley, sure, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the actual the picture you see of the uh, the woman who's her daughter is actually her mother in real life. Oh. It's her mother in real life, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. And apparently also they weren't sure, Sigourney Weaver wasn't sure whether, he was gonna, whether she was going to come back. Mm-hmm. And also because James Cameron, Terminator hadn't come out at this point. Yep. It was close to coming out. So people, when they were filming it, so... Nobody really had was sure whether he was whether it was going to work. Apparently, he fought a lot with the crew, like the lighting guys, which I think also happened a lot in the first Star Wars as well. A lot of fighting with the London lighting right, guys. Right, right, right. Uh, and it's the unions. That's right. So it took a bit of convincing to kind of to to get her back to be like, well, that was a classic movie. You know, mm. why would I? Sequels are never good. Yeah, yeah. But this well, one, she she keeps going back and forth on sequels. She's that's why super the, that's keen why the, now. That's why the. They're all such varying quality, as I understand and, it. like, varying time apart. Yeah, exactly. Because yeah, yeah. she's like, I'm out. And then they're like, well, what about this script? And she's like, I'm back in. And they're yeah. like, we changed the script. She's like, I'm out again. Yeah. And it just goes back and forth. And there's also a lot of, like... And then she's, they're like, they're like, she's like, I'm out again. And they're like, okay, we'll rewrite the script so Ripley's not in it. And she's like, I'm thinking about it again. Yeah. And they're like, okay, we're going to rewrite some of it. Because <laughs> we're right. kind of locked down and we paid a lot of people a lot of money for these scripts, but all right, we'll write you back in. There's that very famous Alien 3 version that didn't happen, which mostly focuses on Hicks and Lance Hendrickson. Bishop, yeah. Yes, the actor. The actor Lance Hendrickson. Yes. Okay, good. <laughs> yeah. It's a bloody fantastic action movie. Do you think the special effects hold up in this one? Yes. I don't think they all do. Give me an example of one that doesn't. There's a few kind of shots where the, the ship is coming down over like the clouds uh-huh. and it's clearly just oh, being... green screened in. Yeah, green screened in because it's and got you that, can that see that. black you can see outline. The edge. Yeah, okay, doesn't yeah. quite fit. You'd the... think again in a special edition or a director's cut, they, they tweak you that. You'd think that. James Cameron would. Yeah. Or is he all about... He's, he's not a go back and fix a right, thing he's guy. Right, he's a maintain the artistic yeah. integrity of the original thing. That's right. Okay. So mm. he'll never change Avatar. Don't even ask him. Mm. Don't ask him to cut 30 minutes out of that movie. Mm. <laughs> yeah okay a lot of look the aliens are great they're made like six suits Mm -hmm. and it's like there's a thousand correct which is super cool Mm -hmm. right that being said there's a few moments where it just looks like a guy in a rubber suit flopping on top of an actor (laughs) like yeah that's true yeah. yeah. Uh yeah but that being said there's they do some amazing stuff with it. Like one shot in particular that stands out for me mm-hmm. is where Newt's in the water waist deep and it rises out behind her. Yeah, that's a great like, shot. that is spectacular. Mm. It looks incredible. Real slithery and menacing. Mm. All the things that you love. Yeah. Yeah. Do you like the Marines in this? They've all got their own personalities, all, don't uh, they? All their own archetypes. Look, uh, special shout outs, of course, to Jeanette Goldstein. Yes. Who is playing Vasquez. Corporal Vasquez. Yeah. The... Uh, the only Latina in space. That's right. Uh, but apparently played by a 
uh, the, a the very nice white lady woman. from the Midwest. Well, there's the, there's a two episodes of How Did This Get Made? Yeah, the podcast. Yeah, which gets, is great. He gets Rico Ross. He does. And yeah, he gets Vasquez. Rico Ross, who plays uh, Frost. Yes, race marine Rico Frost. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. and actually, you should listen to those. They're really great insight into uh-huh. into the aliens movie. Apparently, she's still like a lot of people think that she's what? Where is she from? I guess she's Latino, yeah. in some way. But I don't like know. people still think that she's you know yeah a, like a Latino. But of course, actress. she plays um she plays John Connor's foster mother in yes. Terminator Two. She's also in Titanic. She, she plays an Irish lady in Terminator Two. Yeah, yeah. So mm. not Terminator Two in Titanic. <laughs> yeah. She's kind of James Cameron's good luck charm. Good luck charm, I guess. Yeah. She's not an avatar, though. No, right? well, yeah, mm. that's why it's so terrible. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, so and she could do all those bloody chin ups as well. Like they were really. Oh, really? Chin-ups. There you yeah. go. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do you enjoy Hudson? Bill true Paxton. Lies. Bill Paxton. Mm-hmm. That's Hudson, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. He's all like freaking out and whatever. It's a bit of that. Because he starts off all cocky and he's all like, yeah. don't worry about nothing. I got this. I was going to say fun fact about uh, Rico Ross's character. Yeah. We've mentioned this before and I think this is on How Did This Get Made as well. Yeah. His armor has like etched into it the word Heath. Yes. And people have often asked him, why does it say Heath? Yeah. Like again, is this the, some? Is this a very gender fluid future? Yeah. Is, is his husband named Heath or what have you? Sure. But apparently like what happened is they were given all this armor and it's like, you know, metal armor. Mm. Yeah. And James Cameron said, okay, pretend you're space marines for reals. Yeah. Customize it however you want. Yeah. Like, is that, you know, it's kind of Vietnam. Yeah. Kind of, kind of. Well, it's a, it's a Vietnam, let's take it's a, it's a parallel. Yeah, exactly. It's a bloody like, metaphor. Okay, well, imagine you're the space marine and you can, mm. you know, what are you going to do? You're going to put some stuff on it to remind you of home yeah. or, you know, kind of whatever. And he's like, okay, well, my, my partner. Like yep. the actor's like, well, my partner's name's Heather. Yeah. So I'll just put that in. Yes. And as he he does one of those classic ones where, you know, you're making a birthday card and you start <laughs> to put the name in and then you're like, oh, I've run out of room here. i got to make the next letters real small. Yeah, yeah. But I mean, I guess it's also it's, if you're actually in with a knife, very hard to get the sizing right. That, absolutely. And so he gets as far as... Like he gets a few letters in, he's like, oh, "I've run out of room here," so he just had to put Heath in. Yeah. So that's and he was just like, "Whatever." Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, yeah. that's that's what pretty a progressive cool. future. Yeah. Do you know the Axis Chemical Plant? It's the same set. Oh, for the, the Batman for there a lot of us. Yeah, which is which is super cool. That's what you know. What that this movie is good at. It's good at hiding scales and miniatures to make the movie feel bigger than it than it yeah. is. Mm-hmm. Like I think there's like you know they had that that super cool car that they kind of bang around in. Yep. And there's scenes where you see them standing next to it, but then there's the other APC. ones. The APC, that's mm. right. There's other scenes where you see it like barreling down a corridor and whatever and squashing an alien uh-huh. and down this huge expanse. Yeah. When they, they, like they've just got, they made like a mini one and, uh-huh. and, and doing it like that. Yes. Yeah. There's, there's stuff like that. Apparently one of the complaints of the studio was, I can't believe you spent all this money on just building sets. Where are the special effects? Uh-huh. And they were like, these are the special, like these are miniatures and, and shit. Right, right. And they were like, well done. <laughs> You've done it. Yep, yeah. Uh-huh. And that's a, that's the ultimate compliment in a way, isn't mm. it? Ripley really steps out on her own in this one as well. That's like, true, yeah. She starts off as kind of like a, a shrinking violet in oh, all yes. of these movies. And then she becomes a beautiful swan. With a flamethrower. Yes. <laughs> yes. That end sequence is pretty fucking spectacular, isn't it? I agree. Yeah. What is it? Gets the flamethrower. Hicks is great in, it, in this as well. Mm-hmm. It's his bloody name, Michael Bean, who replaced James Franco. Remna? Remma? James Remar. Yeah. Who you'll remember as um Samantha's boyfriend in, in Sex, Sex in the, the City. City. Yeah. Right, yeah. He uh-huh. was busted for possession. Oh. And so they he actually filmed a lot of this. Yeah. The scene where they go into the alien hive, mm-hmm. they couldn't reshoot that. So all the stuff where you see the wide shots and you see the back of him, that that's Oh, that's that, actually that's him. not Michael Bean. Okay. He was flown in like two weeks after that started. Huh. Yeah. 
which is pretty cool. Mm. He, I, I really like Michael Bean. I kind of wish he didn't kind of drop off. Just everything. I, yeah, well, yeah. I think he had some like alcohol problems or whatever, but he was kind of a, a big action star in the 80s. Like he did yeah. Terminator, this. He did, Um, he's in The Rock. He's really good in The Rock. He's a... He's a marine in that. Oh yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. But then he just kind of, you know, he, mm. he turns up now, now and then. Yeah, I'm hoping he comes back for the the new Alien Three that they might make. Yeah, which I guess we'll talk about it at some point. But yeah, Ripley bloody goes into the hive to get the little girl. Uh-huh. What an amazing sequence! So good. Apparently, it's exactly 15 minutes as well. You know, it's like there's 15 minutes so the bloody thing explodes. Does that annoy you in a movie when it's when like... it's not 15 minutes? Yeah, I never count unless it's like noticeably. Yeah. Like, what does it annoy you? Yeah. So you just set your watch. You're like, right. Yeah, exactly. 15 minutes. If I'm in the cinema, I'm like, right, everyone. <laughs> here we go. We're aiming for accuracy here. Synchronize watches, everyone. Please do. Beep. Do you enjoy the Alien Queen? I should also say uh, that um, when we went to the uh, the Captain America Civil War premiere, I did continue my tradition of booing yes. the person that presents... <laughs> The movie at the start. Didn't get kicked out, did Didn't you? Didn't get kicked out. One day it's going to happen. You would have been devastated if you got kicked out of this one. Yeah, I would have. <laughs> but you still do it. Yeah. You're yeah, a wild man. He's like, You're thanks, a loose thanks, unit. Thanks for everyone to coming. We're, we're having to this free screening. This free screening. Welcome. We you, have- you've actually, some of you have won prizes. <laughs> boo, I said. And then it turned out I had one and I was like, boo. He's like, okay, and um, remember to don't spoil anything and then... Then boo. And then hashtag is Civil War. What's what's what team are you on? You on Team Cap or Team Iron Man? Okay, anyway. Here, boo. Here it is. Enjoy the, and I'm like, boo. It's good. I have fun. It's good fun, yeah. It's good stuff. Um, I was going to say, you know what? You know what scene I don't think's really good in this? Yes, what's that? And it's actually a Sigourney Weaver moment. You know where she's in the boardroom mm-hmm. and she's like, you guys don't understand. There's aliens and you've you've uh-huh. lied to me and yeah. you're all going to die. You're all about the Arcturian Poontang, yeah. which might be aliens or maybe not. Yeah, it's a bit kind of school play kind yeah, of. Uh, okay, yeah. But other than that. But that was acting. That prior was acting. Prior to a certain era, yeah. all award-winning acting in movies yes. was just somebody being quiet for a while and then yelling. <laughs> That's right. That's all it was. But like, she really makes up for it. Like that, I still think that last sequence is so tense. She goes into the bloody hive. It's laying weird eggs. Maybe this was the transition moment from being from people <laughs> acting badly to people acting well. Goodly. Yeah. yeah. Goodly. It's, it's very possible. Mm. Yeah. I just, and like it bloody chases her down and she gets in a bloody mech suit. Yeah. Apparently that mech suit is a combination of like wiry to uh-huh. hold it up. Yeah. And also a dude in it behind her, ah. like stomping about, uh-huh. which is, that's fine. Like that's really awesome. Yeah. I think they actually promised that the mech suit in the alien colonial marines and that and they didn't do it. Mm. Like it was in the trailers so that they just oh, didn't, right. okay. didn't have it. So, but when I was a kid, I'm like, that is probably the coolest thing mm. I've ever seen in my life. Yeah. What a, and Bishop. I think it was in the arcade game as well. Oh, was it? Yeah, I think so. Did it, was it like a pickup at a drop down? Yeah, I think it was. Yeah. Bloody yeah. Get into it. Don't quote me on that, but I'm, I'm quoting yeah. you on that. I'll, I'll edit it out. Don't okay, worry. Okay, good. In Thank case you. you. look like a real, a real bloody fool. Do you like the synthesoid in this one? Synth- Syntho man. Robert. Yeah, Ro- I like the robot. In the- yeah, Lance Henriksen. Yeah, he's, he's great really in this. good. The, the moment where he does the knife trick. Yes. I think that's a... Get, and he, but he cuts himself. Yeah, he, he does, gets a yeah. little. He I, bleeds some milk. Yeah. Do you remember seeing this and thinking that he was going to like turn bad? No. Yeah, because I think I saw this one first. So, right, so you had no precedent yeah, for it. Yeah, yeah mm. it was just kind of like, he seems all right. He's got mm. weird hair. He's mm. <laughs> got that long... Bit on the side or whatever. You, and it would be weird if, if Ripley was right about everything 
Yes. They're like, don't trust the synthetic. And there's going to be aliens. And then they're all just running away from like a swarm of aliens and a killer robot. She's like, I bloody told you. I told you. What did I say? So in this universe then, are those things unbalanced or balanced? Because David yes. is a combination of Bishop and Ash. Yeah. Because he's kind of a good bloke, but he also put that weird alien in that guy's eye. Look, I think everything prior to aliens... Yeah. They're just loose cannons. Like some, they built them just to see what would happen, yeah. and there were a lot of deaths on their watch. Yep. Some of them were accidents, and some were just the robots murdering people. Yes. And they went, hey, let's put some... Some bloody chips in these let's put some better chips in there. And also, it turns out that Bishop looks exactly like the founder of the company, so maybe... Well, which... Maybe they promise... Which no, version? Because he shows up in three. Yep. But he also shows up in Alien Predator. Yes, he does. So, which what are you ta- which part are you talking about? <laughs> which one? I th- I'm thinking mostly of Alien v Predator. Right. But look, I think maybe, I think maybe what happens is if you purchase a synthetic that looks like, say, Ian Holm. Yeah. He might there's there's a clause that he might murder you. <laughs> right. But if you purchase the one that looks like the CEO, you pay more money for it. Oh. He's like the Rolls Royce of synthetics. Yeah. He definitely won't kill you. I mean, he might accidentally cut off one of your fingers <laughs> yeah, doing sure. the knife trick. <laughs> but it, yeah, absolutely. He'll bloody he'll go out of his way to get himself torn in half. Yes, to mm. sa- to save you. Mm. That is a spectacular moment, actually. Again, it's kind of like parallels the first one, where you think everybody's safe, uh-huh. and then it just bloody gets yeah. speared and bloody uh-huh. shredded in half. Do you think that was the f- was was that the first instance of that trope? Surely not. Of someone getting torn in half. No, but I mean, of like. <laughs> What 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 do you think the origin point was of that that trope where it's like oh we all got out alive and then somebody's oh, like cut I'm sure into that was like a horror movie yeah thing I mean it definitely was but before, I mean yeah. like someone will know someone out yeah, there let sure. us know if you can think of the, think of the earliest one is there like some sort of Charlie Chaplin film where you think Charlie <laughs> Chaplin's got away and then all of a sudden he's speared through the chest because they would have had to do that for real definitely <laughs> yeah that's right at Wikipedia Brown yeah let me know let Mason know who's yeah, the, first, know. the first instance mm. yeah. I'd recommend this one. It's a good one. It's one. It's great. I, I'm waiting for kind of another one of these. <laughs> you know what I mean? Another one of Aliens specifically. Yeah, not, uh, no, I'm not, I don't mean like the same movie. I just mean a, just a good one. Right. Like, I, I don't, like Alien 3 is a train wreck. Yeah. But there's some good moments and I know why it's a train wreck because of studio interference and the director wasn't on board and then was on board. And then he's, <laughs> like David Fincher did it, but he's not credited. Alien yeah. 4 is just. Is it an Alan Smithy film? I don't think they even put it in. Oh, okay, yeah. right. <laughs> That's uh, a bad sign, you that would is, think. Yeah, and four's. I don't. I don't hate four. It's yeah. It's, it's fine. It's got a. Got a. It doesn't. Uh, yeah. It just. It's kind of slicker. Yeah. It just moves along. Yeah. Yeah. It's fine. There's another synth syntho robo. Yeah, there is woman in it. Yeah. Whatever. And Alien versus Predator. Those ones are just. They're both. They're both bad, but for different reasons. Yeah. But though you like Requiem, I like, I like Alien v Predator Requiem. I think it's quite a fun. It's okay, f- well, I've only seen it once. Yeah. I know they nuke the town. The end, spoiler alert. They nuke the town. They nuke the town, Italian style. Yeah. Yeah. Anything else? No, that's about it. Let's talk about these movies again at a different time. Okay, cool. For Prometheus. Okay. Yeah. I'm just looking up films that don't have credited directors. I mean, Prometheus 2, which is called Alien Covenant, Co- right? Yeah. <sighs> yep. Great, right? What do you got there with your bloody directors that didn't mm. direct it? Uh, Twilight Zone the movie that makes sense oh because there's like four directors in that isn't there and also some yeah but the it was only given to the first 
bit because that's the the first because the there's there's like four different segments in Twilight Zone the movie in the first one there was that helicopter accident and people were killed. Oh right, so yeah, that's right. There's a film called The Shrimp on the Barbie. That's a good one. It's an Alan Smithy film. It was a Paul there's Hogan a national, movie. Yeah, look, nothing great. No, of course not. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> but... uh, also in Australia, we don't say shrimp; we say bloody prawn. Prawn versions that are edited to apparently like a, when they edit versions down for television or in-flight viewing. Yeah, they're they the the directing is the director credit is changed to Alan Smithy sometimes. Right. The telev- the TV edit of Heat. Yeah. The Michael Mann film. That's an that's an Alan Smithy ah, film. Ah, okay. There you go. Um, Meet Joe Black, The Insider. That's also a Michael Mann film. That's so weird. So I, I guess Michael Mann's like, if you change anything, it becomes bail. an Alan Smithy film. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Just want to point out that The Shrimp on a Barbie is a 1990 uh, romantic comedy. An Australian heiress picks up a wacky American. Cheech Marin. <laughs> right. <laughs> Good stuff. Yeah. Bruce Spencer's in it also. Oh, Mad Max's Bruce Spence. Mad Max's Bruce Spence. Oh. Episode 3, Revenge of the Sith's Bruce Spence. Mm. Bruce Spence. That'll do it. That'll do it, I reckon. Let's do the next segment of the show. Oh. Do you want to do it? Yeah. It's, what's it called? It's called What We're Reading and What We're Going to Read. That's what it's called. Pretty great, huh? I'm doing the thing. That theme song's pretty good also. I loved it. Every time. What 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 are you reading? Tell what me. What I read and this week I'm watching a show uh, called Fresh Meat. Okay. It's a it's a British sitcom. Boo. No, I'm just joking. You love British sitcoms. I do, actually. Yeah. You love keeping up appearances. Fuck you. No, you I love... don't. <laughs> wow, that was that was visceral. Did you have to watch it with your mum as a child? <laughs> pretty much. Well, my um actually the other day my brother, the one you like, yeah, great. goes, Hey, check this out, and he sent me a thing. Like a link, and a it was weird the, prank, and it was the theme to keeping up appearances. But I didn't tell him that he got me. I'm like, ah, yeah. oh, I can't, I can't check it right now. Uh-huh. But no, he did get me, you bastard, because I know you listen to this. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Okay. Anyway, go on. You oh, watched Keeping Up Appearances? No, I didn't. <laughs> so, uh, you've watched? The, did you watch The Inbetweeners? You like yeah, the Inbetweeners? man. Yeah. Right. Well, this is a show uh, set in like a, a British university. It's like in like I think a, it's a British universe. Yeah, can you imagine? It's set in the British universe. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, and it's it's set in a, a British university, in like a share house, right? And it's a whole bunch of weirdos who live together. But one of the characters is the most normal one in the Inbetweeners. It's not the same character, but it's the same actor. One of the characters is the most normal one. One of one of the one of the uh, share house people. Yeah, is do you remember in the Inbetweeners there were four Inbetweeners? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know the least weird one, Simon. Yeah, he's in it with the spiky up hair. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, he's a, it's a fun show. It's like 33. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> yeah. Great. Okay, yeah, so show. check it out. Is it Does it have that in-betweeners kind of humor or is it different? It's um, it's a little bit smarter. Okay, sure. Yeah. I, I, you know what? The in-betweeners is smarter than you'd think, mm. like than you'd initially think. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. And occasional appearances from Robert Webb. Of Michelin Webb, he's in this. As well. oh, I like him a lot. He's is he a dean? Is he the dean? He's uh, he's a very uncool geology professor who thinks he's cool. Yeah, but aren't they all uncool? In your face, geology professors? <laughs> no, I'm sure they're quite lovely, all of them, and mm. very cool. I bet they have all sorts of akubras. Any geology teachers listening <laughs> at Mr. Sunday Movies, just get at James, tell him you're wrong. I don't think geology is uncool. I actually think it's kind of cool. Crystals, rocks, what powers do they hold? We'll never know. <laughs> Yeah. Keep at it, guys. Yeah. Tell me. Chakras. <laughs> That's right. Healing powers. Yeah. Who's to say? One of the best alien comics. There's a lot of balls ones. Mm-hmm. 
But one of the best ones which I read this week is called Alien Salvation. Oh, you, you're on theme this week. Mate, I, oh, I'm always on theme. Okay. Except when I'm not. Yeah. Which is most of the time. That's where a, alien, where a ship crash lands on an alien planet where there's aliens, mm-hmm. some of them, and it's this super religious dude and it's a, um, who's like, we've been sent here and these are the devil and whatever and... It's really good. Okay. That's all. I, I look you definitely without, sold it to me. You didn't have to say that it was really good because <laughs> you just sold it to me. <laughs> but I would, it's on Comixology. They're doing a sale at the moment on all alien stuff. So bloody check it out if you want. Yeah, cool. It's just like a, it's like a one shot. Mm-hmm. It's got, it's got all the classic alien tropes. Uh, it's real, like it's real bleak and depressing and got a lot of awesome imagery. And I've tried to read a few others. Like there's an alien omnibus. Yes. Which is, and which is set. It was the original kind of Alien 3. Oh, okay. Not not like the one that they didn't make, but it was just the comic they made after Aliens. Right, right, right. And it's just kind of like... Like imagine if there was a sequel to this. Yeah, and it's just kind of like, what is this? Like, is it very is not, it very Rambo in space? Is it very Aliens? Yeah, I don't know. Would it have been better than Alien 3, though? I don't know. Like, I'm not that far into it. I'm like, who's who? Right. What's what? You know what I mean? Like, sure. There's a lot... There's a lot the of questions we all ask in our lives. There's a lot of <laughs> big... Like panels, okay. Like a bit of explanation, and and this is this happening, and then on this ship, this is Gavin, and Gavin's got oh, is Gavin in this? <laughs> I don't know. None of that happens in it, but uh. it's just it's not it's not as gripping. It's very wordy, yeah, and overly complicated. But salvation, straightforward. You don't need to know any any of the lore of the universe, other than I guess some of the movies. Even then, you probably don't need to. Uh. But I I definitely recommend picking it up mm. or a loot a loot crate. Pick up one of those two things. Get a crate. Get both if you're a Richmond. Yeah. Yeah. A Richmond getting a loot crate. Yeah. You, what else, you got anything else to read or is it time for another segment of the oh, show? Oh, maybe it's time for another segment of the show. Well, why don't you decide what that segment could be? Oh, any kind of segment. The classic one was letters, oh letters, we love you. Some letters, they're only a day away. Hang on, they're here right now. We're going to do letters. I just want to point out. Yes. No editing there. Quick off the mark. That was perfectly timed. But you did that was the Look, for, for, for new <laughs> listeners, for a reason that's too long to explain, I play the letters theme off my phone. It's not edited in. Yeah. And it it takes me a long time to remember <laughs> that I have to do that. So it's often... There's a delay. That was the best one. Well, you did telegraph. Yes, I did. Te- okay, well. so from now on, do you want me to not telegraph it? We'll see, <gasps> see if you can read me. Yeah. Well, just you st- just start talking about a different topic. And then right. go, Let us. And then I have to ready to go. You could lead into it though. Now I think about it, you could go. You could just stop me mid sentence. Go, so now do it's that. time. But what learn. if I miss on you? So have some sort of wisdom that I miss out on. That's how we do it, mate. Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. There are no rules. Anyway, if you want to send us a letter, <laughs> uh, Weekly Planet Pod on. Hashtag Weekly Planet Pod on Twitter is That'd the best it. place to yeah. give us a question. Keep it pithy. Keep it pithy. 140 characters. That's we'll right. like it. The email is a mess. Some people last volunteer to like clean it up. Uh-huh. Uh, that way lies madness. Well, that not only that, but like people send like personal information. Yeah, that's true. So, like, yeah. I can't just like open that up to somebody. Yeah. I appreciate it, but people mm. like you know mention things in confidence or might, might give their address or there's some details in there that you know. Then again, so if what I give- we're saying is we're going to sell this to the highest bidder. <laughs> so if right. you want to know all our listeners' addresses and personal problems... I could give it to somebody, though, and then murder somebody and be like, well, I'm not the only one with access to that information. So true. I should have that been out. Building- no, it's all been building to this. <laughs> no, you keep that in. Good stuff. 
Actually, then now I can murder somebody, <laughs> and then this, you'll be the suspect, <laughs> even though you're trying to play it off as somebody else is the suspect. That's right. I'm going to murder so many people this week. <laughs> this is where Mark... Uh, feel, use a, the bloody horn of Gondor to murder them. <laughs> Mark also on Twitter. Uh, he wants us to rank the four live-action Punishers. Okay. Nah. No, let's do it. Okay, let's do it. Okay, let's do it. I haven't seen the Dolph Lundgren one. Can't uh-huh. do it. Have you seen it? Look, that, he's just an angry guy with a gun. He doesn't even wear the skull. He's Boom. at the bottom. Yeah, he's right at the and bottom. And he's blonde, probably. No, he's not, is he? I've seen the poster. Mm, yeah. He's got black, black hair. Yeah, that's, he's not. That what about a... physically? Do you think he's a good size for him? Nah, and he rides a motorcycle, which isn't even really a Punisher thing to do. Punisher's got a weird shit van. Yeah, exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's inexplicably bulletproof, and sometimes the doors are electrified. Sometimes it's just filled with hand grenades and it blows up. I like all those things. Yeah, good, right? So he's number four. He's number four. Gotcha. Yeah. Are we going to agree on this? Is that so? We have to. I don't think we have to come to a consensus. We have to come. We can have two different opinions. But number three is Thomas Jane. Okay, sure. I know you like Thomas Jane. I like Thomas Jane. I don't even hate that movie. He's great in the episode of Arrested Development. He's in. I don't remember that. In Arrested Development, he he's himself and he's pretending to be a homeless person in order to research a film that's right where he becomes a, where he's homeless and he just wants his family back yes and in doing so um Portia de Rossi's character falls in love with him thinking he's a real homeless person and thinking that she's the most amazing person in the world for falling in love with a homeless, homeless right, person right 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 so he's great in that he nails that he's good in it but look and it's not his fault that that punisher dirty laundry is very film good short is very yeah, good yeah. but the the punisher in that movie I don't like the fact that he's not a... Apparently, he is a war veteran. Somebody... Somebody pointed that to you? Uh, on, on Twitter, I think, pointed yeah. out that he is. But he's primarily... Like, he's a former war veteran. But he's primarily an FBI agent. That right. t- takes some of the sting out of the yeah, character, definitely. I think. Yeah. Um, and it's also... The whole movie is just weirdly telegraphed. Like, again, there's a kid who's like... His kid's like, hey, Dad, here's a present for you. It's a shirt <laughs> with a skull on. He's like, well, I don't know why I'd ever need that. But anyway, I'll put it in the drawer. I'm here. gonna throw this in the ocean. Yeah, and then um, <laughs> you dickhead. And also Travolta's in it, and he's this. Yeah, he's okay. Weird, and there's the weird <laughs> Travolta's in it. Like that's a negative now, isn't that? Yeah. It's like, oh yeah, he is. And this, oh. And he doesn't just straight up machine gun people. He's got this weird elaborate plan, which is kind of based it's on sort of justice, and it's sort of ironic. Yeah, sort of. And, yeah, and it's just, but it, it look, it's. Because a lot, a lot of that is based on some of the Punisher Max yeah. series, which is super violent, but the movie feels very PG. Yes, and even though I don't know if it is, I don't. It probably is. He gives a dude a face full of boiling water. Yeah, you can't deny that fight in the apartment scene where he fights the Russian, where he fights the giant Popeye. Yeah, that's pretty fun. You're right, it is. Mm. I'm right. But again, yeah, it, it, the whole thing feels weird. And there's the right at the end, he kills John Travolta and he blows him up in that <laughs> exploding car park that. Turns into a giant flaming Punisher skull. It's just odd. Yeah. I don't like it. I don't like any of it. It's pretty good. Yeah. See, I think the the pointy end of this is who's better out of Ray Stevenson or new guy in Dead All in right. Season 2? I'm going to say something. Okay. And I think you might agree. Okay. Ray Stevenson. Yes. Because John Berenthal yes, didn't, thank you. didn't use the minigun. Yeah. No. For now. For now, yeah. Let's wait till we get the Punisher season. I like mm. John Berenthal. He definitely gave a more nuanced performance. Yes, he did. But Ray Stevenson is mad in that movie. Yes, he is. Like, unrelenting. Because, and I think he's... I feel he is in Punisher War... A lot of, I think people. some people hate Punisher Warzone. That's fine. Yep. Um, I don't know. He He's... I feel in that movie he ties with 
J.K. Simmons as most dead on to a comic book performance. <laughs> right. Like him or, or don't. Like him or don't. Yeah. He's just this. He looks exactly like the Punisher Max version. Yes, he does. He's just this brick wall. Yeah. And he's just this unrelenting, terrifying monster <laughs> that scares like mobsters and yeah. and just hardcore criminals. Yeah. And he doesn't stop. And it's it's just he just has to complete this mission that he he knows. He cannot ultimately complete kind of thing. And he throws a guy into a glass crusher. Yes, he does. Yeah. <laughs> That's so good. And there's just guns and mayhem and everything explodes. The guy gets and shot. Newman, Newman from, Wayne Knight Newman from Seinfeld is in it. And he gets shot in the head. He does get shot in the head. And he lets it happen. Yeah. Mm. Uh, yeah, he shoots a, a parkour guy out of the air with a rocket launcher. Yes, he does. Yeah. yeah. It's pretty good. Yeah, look. We have to come up with a one and two. They're but look, they're both great in their own yeah, way. Yeah, but th- one doesn't really kind of work in the other's universe. That's very true. So, look, I'm going to go Ray Stevenson then, for now. Yeah, for now. Then, not again, not because he's bad. John Berenthal's bad. It's mostly the minigun. Oh no, I'm going to say Berenthal is number one. I'm going to say he's, he's two got more. For now. He's okay. got more potential. Yeah, no, I can't argue with that. Mm. But we haven't seen that yet, so I'm yeah. not going to give him number one for potential alone, Mason. All right, Good. I wouldn't do it. Mm. Not on this podcast. Yeah. Of great quality <laughs> and variable sound quality. Mm. Variable, variable qu- content quality. That's true. Variable <laughs> pronunciation of words. It's very light. Certainly is. This is from Man Slash Bag of Sand. Oh. Enjoyed Civil War. We're not going to spoil which nothing. Which part of him do you think is man and which part is bag of sand? Head's bag of sand. The rest is man. Man, okay. Yeah, yeah cool. Good. Mm. You okay with that? Yeah. Okay, good. I thought it was a Punisher ranking moment there. Just a massive <laughs> disagreement. Uh, enjoyed Civil War, liked the jokes, but did you? Uh, but did we feel, as in us, yes. that it kind of took you out of the movie? The jokes? No, it? me neither. Dis- yeah, I think, and the same thing is with Winter Soldier. There's a good balance of jokes, and the du- Marvel movies don't always hit that. Sometimes it goes too far one way. Yeah, this mm. one doesn't do that. I feel. Yeah, like mm. at no point. Well, we can't really talk about no. it. No, but no, mm. I think it's just right. Yeah, we'll talk about it next week, mm. but. Don't worry, man slash bag of sand. We'll get back to we'll that. We'll get to it, yeah. Yeah. Last yeah. one. It's from Christopher. Watched Eddie the Eagle. The idea of... I want to see that. Have you seen it? No, I keep seeing the posters. Yeah, it looks so... Apparently, it's good. Okay. Didn't do well, but it, but it, it look, apparently it's Well, we'll good. save it with our two tickets. We certainly will. Yeah. The idea of ski jumping is terrifying. Uh, would you ever do a bungee jump slash skydive slash ski jump? I know you have a rule on this. Mm. Do you want to say what the rule is? My rule is... Oh, by the way, sometimes the questions aren't movie or comic book related. Oh, sure, yeah. (laughs) Sometimes it's about my personal neuroses, and that's good. Look, I am unwilling to spend money... Yep. ...to possibly dramatically shorten my own life. Yes. Because I don't want to be up there doing a skydive, Mm -hmm. and I pull the ripcord, and it doesn't work, and I pull the backup ripcord, and that doesn't work, and I'm like, well... Could have lived another 50 years. Yes. But I'm not. I'm dead. I mean, you wouldn't, but yeah. like hypothetically. Yeah. <laughs> you're living like Ripley's daughters, you know, like best case scenario, you'll hit 66. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I, I'm afraid of a lot of things. Sure. Women, commitment, <laughs> soap. Large dogs. Coriander. Small dogs. Yep. Very, mm. very, not middle dog, medium dogs. Yeah, medium dogs are fine. Yeah. You know where they're at all the time, you know? <laughs> but a big dog could leap a fence. A little dog could come at you at the... You <laughs> Through know. the fence. Yeah. Under the fence. Under the fence. Yeah, that's right. Uh, I, the, of the, these ones, I've done bungee jumping. Yeah. Um, I did it. Was it over water or was it over... No, it was over... Okay. You it was over to, a, somewhere over like a car park. Okay. I would rather do water than over a car park. <laughs> it's in New Zealand. I'm Ze- still not doing any of them. <laughs> it's in New Zealand. I did it a couple of years ago. I told you this story and you were like... 
That's horrifying. Oh, yeah. Though at the time, I didn't think it was. It's called the Nevis. It's called Nevis? I can't remember. You take a cable car out to a suspended uh, room okay. in New Zealand, which is like 130, it's a 130 meter bungee jump. Uh-huh. And so you, and it's got like a weird glass floor in parts and uh-huh. you, and you leap out and you fall 130 meters. It's like I had, like I woke up to like for a few nights prior in the middle of the night in like a cold sweat, uh-huh. like having to do this, this right. thing. But I'm like, I'm here. I have to, I should do it. Oh yeah. Peer and pressure. That's right. Everybody not else even. Is doing it. No, it was not even because the people I was with were like, I wouldn't. Okay. You know, some people didn't do it. My kind of people. That's right. Mm-hmm. Anyway, so when I did it, you, you, when you get down there, they don't lower you because it's you're so far up and you're kind of swinging around. Uh-huh. So you, because you're upside down, you pull a cable at your feet uh-huh. and it flips you up the right way. Right. Mine didn't. I pulled it and it yeah. didn't. It didn't. Uh, I was stuck upside down. So yeah. they they slowly lifted me up 130 meters, um, upside down. Yeah. And so then, your brain was filling with blood. <laughs> well, yeah. So, and I didn't realize at the time that, uh, you know, I guess that's kind of a, you, there, there was an actual failure in that device yeah. that I was on. You actually pointed that out to me. Also, I burst a blood vessel in my eye. Yeah, so there you go. So one half of my eye for like a, like a week was just like completely bloodshot. Yeah. yeah. So what basically happened <laughs> is there is that the carny folk that packed your bloody bungee cord yeah. just just miss misassembled one part of it. That's right. Luckily, not the... <laughs> not the, the main part. The main part, but maybe they could have, you know what I mean? I'm not a daredevil. I'm not the character daredevil. I'm not a daredevil. It's mm. terrifying. Yeah. Like, I did it, and I'm like, I would never do that mm. again. Yeah. Unless it was a bigger one, then I'd be like, well, I have to do it. Mm. You should do it, though. No, I'm not going to do it. Okay. Yeah. I actually know a guy. Well, I don't, I don't know him well, but I a friend of mine's brother... Uh-huh. No, a friend of mine's brother-in-law's friend. Oh, jeez. Uh, this is a real story. He uh, skydives, which is apparently incredibly safe, like crazy safe. Huh. But it was a tandem skydive. I mean, for jumping out of a plane. Sure. To your death. And the guy, and the way he landed, he ended up um, paraplegic. Duh. Yeah, so. Duh. <laughs> yeah. So, I guess, do it or don't Make do your it. own choices. Yeah. But definitely don't do it. But it sounds like that guy used him as a... As a mattress, <laughs> like yeah. Scott. I don't know. Yeah, mm. but that that's bloody sucks. All right, that's the show, isn't it? In a way, it is. Yeah. Yep. What are we next week? Civil War. Oh, we're going to talk about Civil Go War. Go bloody see it. Mm. Uh, if you want, you don't yeah. have to. Obviously, anything else? We I'd can... recommend it though. Yeah, me mm. too. Where it's can kind of... where can people find us? Ah, uh, you can find us at Weekly Planet Pod mm. at Twitter and Facebook and Gmail and Bandcamp. We've mm-hmm. got our latest movie commentary. Yeah, check it out. Age of Ultron. Yeah, it's, it's very good. It's I'm right. at uh, Wikipedia Brown. I'm at Twitter. Mr. Sunday Movies. What else? Patreon.com slash Mr. Sunday Movies. Yeah, there's a commentary there. Yeah. Uh, there's lots, all the commentaries there, actually. Mm. I'm going to try and put up that Never Go Back this week. Yeah, great. The one we did ages ago. Yeah. For a, It's actually a, for an Avengers game. Yeah. Uh, bloody try, time is right. I'll try and bloody put that up this yeah, week. Um, what else we got? Mason. That's it. I'll oh, follow at The Weekly Planet. Yeah. It's not run by us, but it's better than ever. Yeah, by Robert Collins. Yeah, yeah he's great really stuff. good. Thank you. The, well, let's do them all. Let's do them uh, all. Thanks to The Brute and The Basilisk and Rackham for all our amazing themes. Thank you to Golden Legend and Fergal Quigley. Yes. For our t-shirt designs. You yes. You Redbubble. Get them. Search their names. Yep. Um, Believe in yourself. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah, again, um, search for Robert Collings on the YouTubes because he ah, is yeah, doing he's various, bloody videos, he's little mate. animated versions of us. Yeah, it's also on the Reddit. If you go to the Reddit, yeah, totally. uh, people post it there. There's a, it's Reddit um, slash Weekly Planet Podcast. Yeah. There's a, there, yeah. You don't enough plugs? Lootcrate.com slash Weekly Planet. Yeah, get, go there. Get, a bloody, get a bloody thing. Yeah. yeah. Mm. There we go. 
Oh, he's, yeah, he made the coriander vendetta. Great. About last week. God damn coriander. It's a bloody travesty, that. Mm. Okay, that's the show. Thank you, everybody. Uh, grab that jammy, guys. We'll see you next time. Bye. Should I check if there's any more news? Yeah, check if there's more news. news. And if there is, I'd blow the horn of Gondor. <laughs> uh, Martin Freeman says his Captain America Civil uh, War role is only going to get bigger. Disagree. <laughs> I don't think you can disagree. You've done it. You've disagreed. Yeah. That's what I did. That's what the Horn of Gondor's for. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1, only from Rust-Oleum.